So, new You did it. <laughs> we, we spent so much time saying, okay, we're not going to start this show by saying the word so. Well, I, we I just brought it to your attention that yeah. we tend to do that. And, you did. Uh, you were like, oh, all right, well, we'll do something we, else this time. It's so. And you put so, it on me to do it. But I know. I still just. It's so unnerving when you realize you have a weird habit of doing something. It's just oh, like an yeah. awkward thing. Okay, well, here's that's, what I want to. That's one of the, the problems with doing a show like this is that you hear yourself and you hear how often you say things. Yeah. And you realize you sound like an idiot. Really self-critical when you're listening to yourself. Well, yeah. look, here's what I want yeah. to mention to you. Okay, so you know how there's this trend of films that have this similar, like, motif or theme where they do, like, bad something, like bad Santa. Bad, bad grandpa. Bad grandpa. Bad, uh, what's another bad? Bad uh, teacher. Bad teacher. Yeah, teacher. there's, like, a whole subgenre. There's a whole subgenre of bad. Normally ex. not bad And, and usually, usually what it's meant to, or it's not even normally a bad person. Normally not a normally bad category of person grandfather yeah. santa yeah, right. teacher and and the thing is this when it comes to those classes it's like oh it's like ah, oh, it's a dirty grandpa funny or oh the teacher's being kind of bad that's that's funny or or like uh what was the other one uh santa, santa. i mean santa claus being bad drunk funny. santa drunk oh santa God. that's funny yeah but dude there's one subcategory of that where i was like dude that's it's kind of not funny i don't know the the new one ba- i mean listen i haven't seen the movie so it might be a really funny movie but, but bad moms <laughs> when, I, when I heard of the Bad Moms movie, I was like, oh, man, I'm a little sad. Like, a Bad Moms, like, a serious... <laughs> that's, a, that's a real problem for some That's someone, a real yeah. problem for some kids. Like, I don't know. I was like, ah, oh, that's, not, that's not funny. I don't yeah. know. Bad Grandpa's okay, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it shouldn't be, but it's like, oh, they're old, so they're there, There's something, yeah, there's, there's to, something endearing like, about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, just not your the parents. observation. Yeah, just the observation I had for today. So, uh... Halloween episode. Yeah, let's... Uh, well, li- listen, we have to introduce it as a Halloween that's episode. True. Oh, that's true. Because we, have the, we yeah. have the... It's a Halloween episode, and thus you'll see a change in our usual... It would be Here. much better if our music was actually, like, Halloween-themed music, but we only changed one thing, which you might notice. If you don't notice it, then there's the same exact episode you. you're used to. <laughs> <laughs> don't say that to our fans. All right. Fans. <laughs> All right, here we go. It would have been mine if it hadn't been to those meddling kids and their dogs. say that there's something listen i know that every you know every week on the show we have courtney ryan me we're always like the trio here ryan and me we're best friends so so um one thing that i just thought was kind of funny is just like having so the guest for today we're gonna introduce her in a second but <laughs> dude collect yourself <laughs> i know i'm trying but i have to make this co- okay let's introduce the guest and then i'll make my comment okay so our guest for today mindy is mindy Kind heart. Welcome. Welcome to the show, Mindy. Thank you. Mindy is Courtney's best friend. Was that, like that? Or was, was that? Sure. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Wow, <laughs> they both shrugged. Oh, they, are, they are not. I, I assume you guys were because in every context. <laughs> no, we've, we've known also, each you know other for a, a long what's time. What's funny like is. 20 years. Yeah, so, okay. I yeah. mean. But sure, best friend. Yeah, sure. why not? We've yeah. never, we've, we don't, we've never put <laughs> we, a label on it. Before, yeah, I mean. So. No, we haven't. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I guess they're more secure than we are. More, yeah. <laughs> the, the, uh, yeah, we don't need to label things. Yeah. The uh, I, today was my first day meeting Mindy, and uh, every single time Noosh has ever referenced you, it's always been, "Oh yeah, Courtney's best friend Mindy." <laughs> yeah, it, that's <laughs> your name to him. Yeah. It. The thing is, when something gets stuck in my head, eventually it becomes that. Like my world revolves around. It has. They are best friends. The world would shake if they weren't. There's there's also another thing that you thought about Courtney for a while. I was oh, yeah. just thinking about yeah, that's that. True. Like your other my world <laughs> didn't shake. Epiphany that you had Did you know about last that? week. No. For the longest time since the, the Ken's going away party that I met you guys. <laughs> well, not you, but met Courtney at least. Uh, I thought Courtney was a lesbian for like the longest time. But it's only I really want to get to the bottom of that lesbian. though. Like yeah. what? Yeah. No, no one you, knows uh, why. Not even he knows. No, why. I, I'll tell you. I don't know the exact details of the conversation, but I know the exact setting. We were sitting in that like parlor room yeah like some of us were on the floor some were on chairs we're playing a game i think yeah and i just remember i went to the restroom <laughs> and then i walked back and then i heard uh ashley's cousin and you and there was like two maybe three girls or something they were talking and i just remember them saying something about you living with someyone a she and there was it might have been mindy because we've been roommates before yeah we well, lived together well right i think it was your sister like now that i know <laughs> okay. you have a si- oh, do you live with her I, I don't well no my sister recently moved out but yeah. okay but I, it was something along the lines i think it was your sister okay. and i just misunderstood the context of what i heard <laughs> i didn't hear the whole thing so the context of what i heard i just thought oh oh she's a lesbian oh that's cool and, I just, <laughs> and in my mind because that's never been i i yeah. seen you until we started doing the yeah, show yeah so i just i just in my mind i was like oh yeah and i remember I, actually one time we we're having a conversation i think we brought up oh courtney's gonna join us in the show blah blah and i don't know how it came about but i remember telling jb too oh yeah i think courtney's a lesbian actually <laughs> no, 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 i think like, your words were isn't she she's oh, yeah. a lesbian though right yeah, yeah. <laughs> and jb but was then like, that also makes what? another question for me why were you talking about me i don't know i mean i know we were talking <laughs> no. about you in the it was about of, yeah it was a show it was i just remember how it I'm you being a, you a host yeah wow we got like uh, it wasn't like that <laughs> it wasn't like that <laughs> so defensive so listen boy talk is a sacred girl talk <laughs> let's not do the but okay um what i was gonna say though was that like Maybe this goes along with exactly what you don't want me to say. Probably. <laughs> all I know is this, because I care. saw you guys, like, I, I didn't turn on all the mics yet, and I remember you guys, like, both looked at each other, and you looked at me, like, like hey, like, do something. And I realized, like, you know, me and Ryan, we don't, we don't look at each other enough and, like, make faces and then look at Courtney. Like, we know something about each <laughs> we, other. We've and... had whole conversations <laughs> just with facial expressions. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it's that's how we now. would communicate in class. You know, if we weren't uh-huh. sending notes, we'd just look at each other and we'd have whole conversations. Yep. We uh, oh, we can see each other's thoughts sometimes. And this usually, no, no, no. I think title. I think what yeah. happens with us <laughs> yeah. is more one of us will go, dude, and then we'll both say the same. Like yeah. we'll both think the same yeah, thing, yeah. and but verbally acknowledge it because yeah. we don't we don't do this like I, I need to know you acknowledge it because if I don't know, then I assume you didn't. You know? yeah, I, yeah, you know what it is. We do the same thing you guys do, only without the level of self esteem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really really and it's accurate. Just with dude, yeah. you just go, dude. Yeah, dude. There you go. Yeah, pretty much. So, yeah. I am curious as to what that conversation you overheard, though. What part you yeah. heard? I don't know. I mean, I think it's just the intimacy this. of like you and this other person who I find out, I, I'm assuming later was okay. your sister, but just the intimacy of the relationship. You guys live together, and it seemed it like really you guys was were just close. he found out you lived with another girl, and he was like, oh, she's probably a lesbian. Then. No, it was I very think that's intimate. Probably what it, was. it was very intimate, and it's the intimacy Why? of sisters. I guess we did I talk about a lot How of stuff. Was it that very night. intimate, though? Huh. I don't know. I'm just trying to understand where the intimacy part we is. We really opened in. up a can of I did. I'm sorry, I, look, man. I'm so <laughs> sorry. I thought you were a lesbian. No, I'm not. I'm just very curious. 
That's all. I, it, I, I'm curious. I'm not offended in any way. I'm it's more the most complimentary it. assumption of someone being a lesbian. <laughs> I mean, if, you know, I'm, I'm, I assumed it in the most complimentary fashion. <laughs> it's, all, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> um, so today's... Uh, topic for today is halloween halloween yeah so i'm not gonna lie by the way i mean i think you guys all experienced it was hard dude yeah. this this was definitely yeah. the worst episode for me to try to come up with something to talk about and i mean surprising. i came up with what i was going to talk about hour like two hours ago maybe a little longer. i'm not gonna lie. like i mean I, I thought of mine last night but i solidified it at the same time he did because i couldn't I mean, the, the, the thing is, you think that Halloween is easy to find stuff for, but the problem with Halloween is it all falls into the same categories. Yeah. Scary yeah. stories or, like, trick-or-treat stories. And, like, the trick-or-treat stories are funny, but they're very anecdotal and short, where they're not, like, a narrative or something yeah. really long-winded you can and talk you know, about. And, you know, even the, the thing I'm actually going to talk about isn't even really related to Halloween. It's just, yeah. like, a creepy it's, Yeah, we're, we're using thing. Halloween very it's, liberally. This is, the, <laughs> this is, like, the worst, like, holiday themed episode because I, I mean at least for me it doesn't have much to do with halloween i'll say I'm this honest. though there's a lot of anecdotal things i'm gonna reference just because i'm like man like i, I discovered things and i'm like yeah right thinking of, that's <laughs> kind of funny yeah but it's like a single minute yeah just hey this but, thing's funny about halloween sexy lobster costumes <laughs> <laughs> there's a good uh, experiment though for the idea of us doing themed episodes like i really want us to do like a thanksgiving episode christmas episode Arbor Day episode. I don't know. I mean, just whatever <laughs> holidays. National Hug Day National. episode. <laughs> yeah. All the obscure holidays. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So You know what? Actually, that's good for. That's good for when we can't think of, like, a, a topic to talk yeah. about. We'll just be like, what, what is the holiday today? Because, you know, there's, like, Facebook holidays now. I mean, if you look online, there's always going to be a holiday yeah. on yeah. someday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's something for every day. Yep. Yeah. So, I'm going to be starting today. I know, I know. Don't get, just don't even say it. Right? I didn't. You said it yourself with your face. Because I saw your face and I read your mind. <laughs> Confirmed. See, we do the same thing. We learning. do the same thing. We can teach them. Look, I'm, I'm looking at you. <laughs> I'm like, nobody can see that. Please I'm stop. I'm looking at Ryan that. intensely and, and nodding my head with a smile. It's making me really uncomfortable. It's a very ducky face. <laughs> Listen, I don't want to talk about ducky <laughs> ever again. Pretty in pink ducky, not lamp for time. Ducky. I'm oh, always yeah. down oh, to talk about Lamb Before Time, but Lamb Before Time, Ducky's cool. So cute. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We were the 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 story behind the whole Ducky thing. Yeah. We were trying to take a new profile. bio picture, yeah. profile picture for our our page, I guess. And Didn't uh, work out. someone someone had the idea. Noosh had the idea <laughs> to to do. Oh man, guys, let's do the pretty and pink, you know, yeah. pose poster thing. And he forced me to be Ducky, which I, I gave you the which option. Which is listen, it's fine, it's fine. But Ducky looks like he's really has to take a shit yeah. in that picture. And it was, I'm not going to lie. Also, the that fact face. that Molly Ringwald's facing away from him in that image, it looks like he's just taking a big whiff of her hair. Just like, <laughs> just like he's just really into that. Yeah. I didn't want to be that guy. I'm glad we didn't go for that. I mean, yeah. We, I mean, yeah. We mimicked, but we didn't really. Yeah. Yeah. It inspired Listen, by. Listen, I think the person who was most awkward by this, or I put in the most awkward situation, was you. Because yeah, we definitely kind of put this on you, Courtney, and I, we just... My main thing was just, like, I just came from work, and I just feel kind of <laughs> bleh. I'm, like, covered with, like, boogers and drool. I work with kids, so... <laughs> um, but, so I'm just kind of, like, But that's out not of where my... all that came from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Other yeah. than that, it's all good. All right. So, I will, I will start... Um, basically... 
by the way, I mean, honestly, I'm used to starting at 7 o'clock. I'm looking at the time, and I'm like, all right, did we, we got like an hour left. Like, no, we don't have an hour left. What time do we even start this? Let's just go through the whole thing. I don't even know <laughs> how long this is anymore. <sighs> we're... This is... But we should mention, we oh, are... Oh, we're in a new, new studio. We we've, totally... Dude, we... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Best friend moment. High, High five. five. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Give yourself a self five. You deserve that. Yeah. No, we are in a brand new studio because That's we renovated... Sick. Yeah, it's a new it's place. Pretty, pretty we have spiky. air. We have like open air. It's windows. You know what this is We're missing? Above ground. Yeah, silky slim posters. We don't have I any know. posters. We have no in inspiration. Here. Oh my god! I didn't introduce the show. You know, I had a plan. Okay, the way I was gonna introduce the show, I kind of got off track because I started talking about Mindy, so and then the way I was introduced the show is this. Fault, no, it's not your fault. It's not it's my just, fault. He I, thought you were I, a lesbian. I got him on this whole long journey. You know what I realized? I I never in my life should have mentioned the lesbian thing. This you shouldn't have. Me honestly, for you the really rest of my life should not have ever told anyone. And that. now everyone knows. <laughs> anyway, what were you gonna? I was going to say welcome to another edition of Ryan and Noosh are undead. Oh. With, with Ryan, because oh <laughs> it's zombies. Yeah, Halloween. but I was gonna. I mean, it just golf clap. You know. Yeah. All right, look, for, so for today's episode, or today's uh, topic that I'm, a story that I'm sharing, it's about the Phantom Barber. That's the, that's the story. Um, basically, you guys probably are familiar with stories about these mysterious phantoms that, like, haunt towns uh, for, for periods of time, and they disappear. Um, maybe, like, Spring Hill Jack, who reigned in London from, like, 1837 to 1904, right? Spring Hill Jack was, like, this masked, cloaked guy who jumps very, very high, and they thought he had springs in his heels. The police couldn't figure out how he was jumping over walls, and he was, like, a very mysterious presence. By the way, listen, I... I actually did not know about that story, but his name is the most unoriginal fucking thing. Spring Hill Jack. <laughs> it's like he's got springs in Dude, his heels. People, Let's call him Spring People Hill literally Jack. thought Spring Hill Jack was a demon. Like, they described him as having blue glowing eyes, fangs, and, yeah, like, yeah. claws. Like, they thought he was a demon. And the thing is, a lot of it, of course, falls into delusion. Like, a lot of people are like, oh, my God, I think I saw Spring Hill Jack. When some, like, guy in a cloak runs yeah, by. Yeah, yeah, right. False but, like, the idea was he's, like, this demon or person who jumps over walls. He's a monster. Uh, then and it's really just, of, like... I'm thinking of Christopher Lloyd at the end of Who Framed Roger Rabbit, where he gets the springs. Oh, yeah. That was... Like, cr- yeah, oh! yeah, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> really, it's just a dude doing parkour. That's, yeah. That's parkour in the, the, you know, the 18th century. Yeah. yeah. So um, the, there's other uh, versions of this, like the Jersey Devil, 1820, 1909. You're familiar with the Jersey Devil. Also, there's a guy, this was actually kind of funny, called the Phantom Black Flash. Uh, he reigned in a town in, like, Indiana or something in 1939 to 1946. And the thing that made him funny, though, was he didn't jump around or anything like that. He just ran by people very, very fast and <laughs> unnerved people. He was wearing a black cloak. Oh, my God, he's so fast. Yeah, and there's, like, photographs, quote, unquote, of him. But, like, people were just really freaked out. Like, oh, this, this guy's really creepy. He's really weird. And um, apparently the, the story is he was defeated by this little boy named Lewis Baker or something like that. And th- what the kid did was he took a pot of boiled water. And when he oh saw him, God. he threw the boiled that, water at oh, this guy. Oh, no. And then the guy ran away, and he was never seen again. He's not even Probably. doing Maybe anything. Maybe he just enjoyed running. running. Yeah. In all black clothes. You know what it is? <laughs> you know what it is? What? I guess. It's Indiana. You know, that's that's yeah. the problem with the story. <laughs> this guy can't go for run it. in Indiana. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was just just a guy going for a jog. It was just just yeah. it was just racism in a in a Some different time. Stupid. What was that kid's name? Lewis Baker or something Fuck like you, that. Lewis Baker <laughs> throwing hot water on people. That's terrible. <laughs> okay, so my story though is a about the Phantom Barber, which is I only chose a story because. It's not just a phantom story, it's a barber story, <laughs> and yeah. that kind of adds an element to it. So, 
basically in the early days of World War II, okay, there is a town in Mississippi called Pascagoula. I like where this is going already. (laughs) (laughs) Called Pascagoula. It was a small town with a population of 5,000 people. But overnight, because of World War II, because of ship construction, the industry boomed for wartime you know, industry, mm-hmm. um, almost overnight, like within like a few weeks or days, the population boomed from 5,000 to 15,000 people. It, it was huge. And the, the problem with this rapid growth of population is the police force wasn't able enough to control and police and figure out what's going on and keep things orderly. So there's a lot of chaos at the time, yeah. you know? Um, imagine the police force, by the way, as being very boss hog type. You know what I mean? Like it's like <laughs> oh, boss it is hog. Mississippi, right? So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So one summer, starting on June 5th, by the way, I, I should mention this, the Phantom Black Flash was a Halloween story. That was during Halloween. That whole this thing went June. down. This is in June, unfortunately. I wish it was Halloween. We are totally winning yeah. this Halloween, Halloween thing. <laughs> yeah. Go us. So um, June 5th, 1942, the town was terrorized by a specter known as the Phantom Barber. And how it went down is this. On June 5th, 1942, it was a Friday. Um, two young preteen girls, they're like 12, 13 years old. They lived in a convent, uh, Mary Evelyn Briggs and Edna Marine Heidel. They woke up in the middle of the night and to find a man was climbing out of their bedroom window. That's... And by the way, there's something creepy about a guy climbing into your window, but there's something even creepier yeah. about something yeah. climbing out. Because whatever done. they did, they're done. That is creepy. Yeah. And you don't know. Exactly. So they woke up and they freaked out because this guy was climbing out, out of their window. And the, the thing that really freaked them out, though, after they woke up was that their hair was cut. Oh. Like, that is to say, their, they got a, but they got a trim. Their hair was cut. <laughs> was it like a nice haircut? Because uh, I, I, I'd be didn't. really impressed if it was like, <laughs> oh, my God, he cut my, I mean, it looks it nice, looks but great. Oh, I got the that bob awesome. I wanted. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, he invented the bob. In like yeah. the He's like the haircut fairy. <laughs> the haircut fairy. So, yeah, I mean, basically they woke up with, like, a huge haircut, and they were, like, you know, their hair was all cut off. Uh, much shorter. Um, I really love the description that Briggs gives about this guy. <laughs> she described him, and this is the literal quote. It's described him as sort of short, sort of fat, and he was wearing a white sweatshirt. <laughs> <laughs> wow. With, with a southern accent, though, because yeah. she's from Mississippi, right? So Yeah. I'm not going to do my Indian accent. That is an imitation of I Southern. was hoping you would try, but... So, he was sort of short and, and sort of fat, and he was wearing a, a white sweatshirt. Yeah, it was, yeah. That wasn't that bad. Forrest yeah. Gumpy. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't too Indian. Yeah. I mean, somebody in Mississippi is going to be like, that eh, sounds more like Alabama, not, yeah. like, <laughs> not like us in Mississippi. Um, so Phantom Barber struck again three days later. On a Monday, he cuts open a window screen with scissors I can only imagine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> climbs in <laughs> to the bedroom of six-year-old Carol Petey, yeah. who was sleeping in her bed with her twin brother. And this is how you can tell, though, he has, like, a thing. I, I mean, either it's because the boy's hair is too short um, or it's because he has a thing for, like, females. But he only cut Carol's hair. And he gave her, like, this huge short trim so her hair is all cut down, you know, significantly well i would imagine you wouldn't do it on the boy because it's not long enough to not disturb him yeah i mean that that would be the case i mean i mean it is pretty hard to cut a guy's hair without touching his yeah that's true but i mean want to injure them depending on how the girl's sleeping like he he was he was artistic and how he must have gotten there to (laughs) to get that trim in by the way does it say anywhere if he like left the hair or if he took it with him he took it with him some type of a fetish yeah Yeah. so he's 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 just got like hair dolls and just 
going on. He's like Sniffing smelling hair. it. Yeah. God. So there was a panic. Like the town was panicked. They were terrified that somebody's going to be cutting their hair. I mean, that is their primary concern at this point. Real quick. You know what I just realized also? I've yeah. been to Mississippi. Yeah. Mississippi is the most humid place I've ever been in my life. So it doesn't like hair like frizz up when, you're, when it's on humid. Your hair Wouldn't that make it easier to cut? Sticks up for you? I, mean, I guess. Yeah. yeah. The but, logistics well, no, because of... Because if it's poofy, it'll get more of that, like, afro yeah. texture, kind of. Yeah. So. But uh, this guy didn't care. He just he just wanted to get those locks. Also, it probably smelled bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He probably smelled bad because Briggs kind did of say... Short, kind of short. Kind of short. He, Wearing a white sweatshirt. That description <laughs> kind of insinuates he smelled also. Yeah. And, I mean, he's climbing through windows oh. in Mississippi. Actually, oh, yeah. I'm not going to lie. Later on, I'm looking in at my notes. In the summer, too. Yeah. That's happening oh, in June, dude. right? June. Oh. June. He stank, he stank. bro. He, yeah. He had some. I'm not gonna lie. Also, I, I looked at my my notes later on. Somebody does confirm he smells. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's confirmed. So the town was in a panic. They're terrified that people were gonna get haircuts in the middle of the night. I mean, I'm sure they're more panicked about somebody breaking into their house. But it's it's also just the bodily violation of getting yeah. a haircut. Yeah. Right. yeah. Um, the police were on edge. They were just like, all right, they got their guns ready and they're just ready to take somebody out for this. Um, they deputized six men in order to hunt this guy down. They brought in bloodhounds from another county. Uh, and they wow. were just like, we're going to find this guy uh, based on, like, clues or evidence, you know, the or scent. smells. Um, they had a theory, and this is, like, their, their working theory at the time. They're like, this guy hides a bicycle in the woods <laughs> to escape every night. That was their working theory at the time. Like, that's, that's how he's getting <laughs> that's like away. like a weirdly okay. specific yeah. Like, also, how do you think he's getting away from the scene? He must have a back in the woods. <laughs> well, I also, guess, like, it doesn't in the middle of nowhere. And yeah, I mean, like, that's yeah, true. They probably saw bike and tracks no... or something. Okay, oh. guys, everybody, shit on Ryan's joke. <laughs> well, I mean, I'll, I'll support your joke in one way. It is just like one of those things. Where, okay, well, boss hog. I mean, yeah, I, I guess, but it doesn't really help us much. Just knowing he rides a bicycle. Just all right. He comes from. Yeah, I mean, away. he could he could easily just walk away. I mean, if he's. Just this unassuming, kind of short, yeah. kind of fat guy in a white yeah. sweatshirt. I mean, he's just a as nice, kindly not, old man in a sweater. And as long as he's not walking around with, yeah. like, bundles of hair and <laughs> his fists. Screaming. I mean, if he's got... Right. Jumping over walls with his spring heels, <laughs> yeah. you know? As long as he's just walking down the street, I don't think he needs a bike. Also, he's fat. Why is he riding a bike? <laughs> I mean, exercise, too? I don't... <laughs> Right, this guy's got a lot going on. But he does. He's, he's a like very a complex. A, he he is a complex. Listen, somebody's bringing your house, giving people haircuts for free, you know. <laughs> and look, I'm gonna assume they were fabulous. They were fabulous haircuts. I want to believe yeah. they were. Yeah, <laughs> something good in this. So okay, here's the thing though. This is where I don't. I want to tell you about this incident, but I want to tell you that there's actually con, like con, conflict about this about this incident. So the thing is, after that fr- that Monday, the following following Friday, two weeks, two Fridays later. It got violent. He broke uh. into the Heidelberg home, and instead of cutting anybody's home, he took a heavy iron bar, busted up Mrs. Heidelberg's front teeth, and then knocked her husband unconscious. That Here's escalated quickly. That escalated quickly. <laughs> Did he even take any hair? Some people think it was a frame-up. Because some people genuinely believe, like, there was an M.O. to this guy. Yeah. Breaking in, cutting hair. Whoever did this thing was using yeah. Yeah, using yeah. this fear to I mean, do this one thing. I'm going to use my law and order knowledge because I watched that show. I mean, that's dun, a dun. pretty big escalation. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, he hasn't yeah. harmed then, anyone except for cutting hair. To be fair, hair, though, he's only then... he's only struck two times before this, right? Yeah. So. I mean, the this is M.O. Still, this, 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 this is yeah. pre you know, criminal minds, law and order. This boss <laughs> this hog, is boss hog is basically standing there. He's like, he's like, looks like he took a ride through the woods. Put his sunglasses on. <laughs> cue music. 
I don't know. I'm calling foul. I don't think that's, that's unless him. they caught him, and that's why he went and defended oh, himself. Yeah. Like maybe that because that like why you cut sense. my hair? Yes. <laughs> yeah, and grab the first thing. So what happens next is this. So okay, people don't believe it's mo. Um, people are like, no, he cuts hair. He doesn't bust up teeth. So later on, on a, sa- a Sunday I night... I like the people who are defending him. Like, they're like, nah, man, that's not him. He wouldn't do that. You know what it is? It's that small town thing where you have like, a local legend, and you're like, nah, nah, nah. This guy's... Yeah, if like, if the local like, legend's like, not violent, if it's like something that's kind of like a quirky thing... Yeah. It's, it's like endearing the chupacabra yeah. kind of. Like, yeah. Huh. It's terrifying, but it's also like, eh, you know, it's yeah. kind of our thing. So uh, on a Sunday night, R.R. Taylor, uh, and this is the quote about the smell, she awoke... Uh, she was awoken by something with a sickening smell that passed near her, and she woke up to him trying to cut her hair. Ew. And so she screams, he flees, and um, you know he t- he took whatever he cut from her hair and left um, for two months. For two more months, people lived in terror about this guy because they're already now afraid of the whole busting up their teeth thing. Yeah, right. Um, he took my hair and my they, teeth. They lived in perpetual fear of this guy. Um, the police, though, later found something to pin the crimes. or they, they had to finish this whole investigation two months later. So they pinned the whole thing, or they found evidence to link it to this guy named William Dolan. 50, he's a 57-year-old chemist. They believe the sickening smell was due to chloroform that he used to, like, knock people out. Oh. Um and they also believed that he had a score to settle with the Heidelbergs over a land dispute, which was actually documented. He did have a, a score to settle with them. Um, and also they found locks of hair in his house that belonged to Carol Petey, and the FBI confirmed this. Though, and here's the thing, Dolan denied all of these charges. He did spend 10 years in prison. He was convicted of the attempted murder, but not the haircuts. That was, like, specifically cited. Um <laughs> But some believe it was a frame. They, they, some believe this. They believe Dolan did commit the break-in at the Heidelbergs. Yeah. But they don't believe he was Dude. a phantom barber. So phantom barber was like, I'm getting blamed for this guy breaking people's faces. I'm going to put some hair in your house. Could have <laughs> been a frame like job. Could have been a Reverse frame. frame. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, and they only found hair from one person? Not from, all of them? From Carol Petey. That's the only, the only hair they had... found. Oh, so that doesn't make sense either. Well, it, it does if it's frame-up from the, the phantom oh, barber. Yeah. If he was well, like... frame-up, yeah. Carol, I'm gonna <laughs> I'll miss leave. you, but I need I'll miss you, to... you. But I need you to frame this guy. I'll, yeah. I'll part ways with you. It, it, mm-hmm. It's it's some regular like making the murderer stuff. Possibly, who knows? Yeah, yeah right. You know, but uh, anyway, just that's uh, there is a belief. Oh, the, here's the other thing. The other reason why they think it was a frame up. Dolan was a known German sympathizer at the time, um, and this was '42. So this is. You know, during the heat yeah, of right. the yeah. the war, and so because of that, they think they're just like like nobody cared if Dolan got arrested. They're like, get this guy out of our town. <laughs> so that is the prevailing belief. Some believe that the Phantom Barber was still out there, you know, somewhere. Did anyone else lose any hair after after the last one where R. R. Taylor got her hair cut? Never happened again. It, it was a two month spree, and after that, it ended. Huh. Wow. He he came in on the proverbial window. He came in literally from. He came out. He, le- he yeah, left. He out. left out. He left out. Nice try. <laughs> he, he, it's okay. It's okay. Put I, my I put my you, sun fam. put my sunglasses on. Looks like he. I, I I swear to God, if I was as clever as that one guy Muldoon, <laughs> I think his name is what's his name? The guy from from CSI from, Miami or whatever. Yeah, CSI it is. Miami. The guy. That, oh, Horatio. Not, Horatio. Horatio. Yeah. So what's his last name? What's his last name? He has a, a really badass last name. I have Horatio. No I just know Horatio. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I always thought it was weird that he's like a like a redhead, super white guy yeah. named Horatio. Well, you yeah. never know. It's true. 
But uh, that's what I got. That's what I happy, <laughs> happy, happy Halloween, fam. <laughs> no, actually, I'm not gonna lie. I have another story I'm gonna tell at the end. It is very Halloween related. But this one is. I mean, I think this one's kind of more humorous. Like just the yeah. idea of this guy breaking in and cutting people's hair. Yeah. Yeah. No, but it's, it's creepy too. Like yeah. Just there, you guy. know, there's like a, a modern day version of that. What? Which is people running around cutting off people's like man buns. Oh shit! That's, on video. That's oh, I think I remember seeing up, that. Yeah. That is or so they'll take, Or they'll take like a yeah, like an electric razor and they'll just like yeah. buzz people's heads. Dude, Did I've they seen do that, that in Jackass? Probably. I don't I know. Think I, I feel like people. There's just like yeah. a. There's like a. Uh, I like the big hand thing though. There's a group <laughs> of just like douchebags who go around like huh, prank. It's not, that's not really a prank, man. No. You're just yeah. You're just really ruining somebody's. Not even just day, like, oh, a yeah. long time. They gotta, yeah. yeah, it's physical violation. You, I mean, it's, it's harassment. It's yeah, you know. Yeah. At least this guy had the the uh, the, the respect the, to do it while they're asleep. And, <laughs> well, while they're while they're chloroformed. While they're while chloroformed. They're, while they're chloroformed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, so, who is next, Mindy? Mindy? I guess I can. After that, I don't even like. After all of that, I'm like, okay, well, I don't have really much of a story because I got sidetracked along the way. Okay. <laughs> because I started off with, okay, well, how long has Halloween been around as far as, like, the trick-or-treating and things like that? I mean, from what I understood, it's it really blew up in the 50s during, yeah. during like, the commercialized, yeah. you know, period of, uh, in, of America. Before that, it was, like, in a couple other places, but it wasn't yeah. the same thing. It was, wasn't it in, uh, in England or something? It was, like, prayer yeah. or something. Like, you go around and you, like, pray for people who died. But also their version of it kind of is um, Guy Fox Day. Yeah. Um, and they still have bonfires and things like that. It's like um, Guy Fox Day is November, right? November 5th. Remember, remember, remember the 5th yeah. of November. I'm yeah. glad I had to like, yeah, yeah. I had to say the right. <laughs> I heard that also England or like London or like Europe had like All Saints Day. Like that was their thing also, right? Yeah, that was, that was because yeah. the Christians took over the, when they, because originally it was like something about trying to get the devils to not come near them so they dressed up hmm. so the christians said dress up as angels so that way they can counteract the devil and they completely changed it into all saints days and things like that and so super logical yeah, yeah. but no candy back then yeah no candy and no going back but yeah i've read up in about the 40s that's when the candy really got big and going from door to door and in the it 50s is when it became national hmm. and that there are some other countries that actually do it so yeah, yeah, it was pretty cool. But in the middle of all that, okay. I ended up running across death because I just got stuck on death after that. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> About all the weird things. Because on one of the pages, it was telling me a couple of stories. I personally did not re- know how Houdini died. I had no idea oh. how Houdini died. Yeah, yeah it's like oh. infamous. Yeah, evidently infamous to everyone but me. <laughs> and so I had no idea um, about that one. And so I was reading up about it, and I guess some student of mm-hmm. where he was having it, I guess, punched him a couple days before. And being a man, he didn't go to the hospital when he was in pain. <laughs> nice he had appendicitis. <laughs> hey, you know. <laughs> there, there was, like, the, the whole setup of that is basically Harry Houdini had this thing where uh, it was, like, a trick or something he did where he said he can be punched in the yeah. stomach as hard as possible and he mm-hmm. won't feel it. Like, he can take it. And yeah. so this student wanted to punch him in the stomach and Houdini wasn't properly prepared. He didn't brace himself. He didn't brace himself and he mm-hmm. wasn't, like, mentally and physically prepared. And so when the student punched him, it, like, did some damage and then he had appendicitis later. Yeah. Some people say it was not related, related to the appendicitis, to the, to the punch. but yeah, it's yeah. that's how he died. But by the way, actually, another fun fact about Halloween, uh, it's Vanilla Ice's birthday. Nice. <laughs> Vanilla Ice came into this world. He was conjured, summoned into this world <laughs> on Halloween night. Maybe he's Houdini's spirit. He died on Halloween and Vanilla Ice was born on Halloween. 
<laughs> and the world goes round. <laughs> There's a couple other yeah. things I saw. Like, I, I wish I could remember, though. Like, there was a couple really interesting, like, celebrity-related or famous stuff-related things that are, like, all Halloween. Okay, here's one thing I discovered really quick, by the way, that, like, a, a quick anecdote. Honestly, it's, like, the weirdest thing I discovered that I think is really funny. There is a, a, a community, not a community, it's, like, a series of fan fiction written by all kinds of people. Um, of it's all based around the Great Pumpkin from Charlie Brown. Okay, you know how it's basically like it's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. That's like the title of that movie, and yeah. So they have like variations of it where it's like it's the Great Pumpkin, Sam Winchester from <laughs> from Supernatural, or it's the Great Pumpkin, uh, Itachi Uchida from like Naruto, <laughs> or it's like they or, have like yeah, and but all so of they just replace. The person. Yeah, with but here's the thing, though. A lot of them focus on this idea of like, the, the whole repetition of that story is Linus goes to the pumpkin patch to wait for the arrival of the great pumpkin who passes out toys to all the good boys and girls in the world, right? That That's that's how Peanuts always... And the joke was it's, it's basically uh, naive fate. That's like the uh, analogy. Like, he genuinely believes in this thing, but everybody else kind of knows, like, Linus, like, you're confusing it with Santa Claus. Yeah, right. There's no such thing as the great pumpkin. Actually, there was actually this, I think, a, a movie or a comic strip where Linus, Linus ran for office, and he and he was going to win, but then he lost because somebody questioned him about his faith in the Great Pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> his religious affiliation made him lose the election. Nice. But, wow. but basically, the way, though, these fan fictions play out, though, is the idea of Linus is in the pumpkin patch, and this person comes to visit Linus and be like, oh, Linus, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, I'm waiting for the Great Pumpkin. And they have like a conversation with Linus about this whole thing. And then the whole the whole skit of that scene is Linus thinks he sees the Great Pumpkin, but it turns out to be, oh, it's Snoopy with a pumpkin on his head. Or, oh, it's Lucy playing a joke on him. Every year it's different. He thinks yeah, right. it's one thing, but it's not. So in this these fan fiction, same thing. It's like somebody, oh, they got tripped and fell in the pumpkin patch, and then when they got up, he thought it was him. Like, but it's all Sam and these Naruto yeah. characters. It's I don't know, it's just a really weird fan fiction. Not weird. It's just really niche. Uh, it's really kind of weird. It's it's really it's weird. a very specific. <laughs> it's a, yeah. 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 Anyway, go on. Mindy. I just no. I'm actually <laughs> like, oh, that's the movie from the Peanuts Pumpkin Halloween movie, oh, right? Yeah, yeah, it I've is. never seen it. I've never. So seen I need to either. see it. Listen, now I'm like, hmm. as you can imagine, of a person with my kind of personality and. And my kind of obsession with pop culture, I grew up watching Peanuts. Like, I'm that guy who's, like, every year I'm going to watch some Peanuts. Like, my hero is... Who's my hero from Peanuts? Um, Who are you asking that to? I don't know. I mean, I guess... Child Noosh. Where are you? Child Noosh. Who's your favorite Peanuts character? I, I... You know what it is? Oh, dude, I know who it is. I know who it is, dude. I've always loved her. Peppermint Patty. And you know why? It's I have a really specific reason for loving Peppermint Patty, dude. Because she, to me, represents... Um, this really liberal Californian, sort of possibly a lesbian, uh, living. I thought that was like confirmed. It's kind of. I mean, I don't know. It's, in, it's very inferred, but but she lives in a community that's kind of very conservative. I mean, kind of all the characters are pretty conservative on, yeah. on Peanuts. Um, very very faithful, um, especially Linus. And so I, I. And also, she goes to a different school, dude. They're all hanging out at this one school, and she's like from this other school. She wears sandals and shorts all the time. Like I <laughs> loved her for being Californian. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I, I got that vibe from her. And I loved her for that. But Actually, I'm not even joking. I was so the new Peanuts movie that came out. 
I was watching the trailer for it like a year ago or however many months ago it came out. The new it's like a three D movie or whatever. But uh-huh. dude, I remember the thing that I was actually genuinely offended. Like like what? Like and not not angry, but just kind of like what the f? You know, like what is this? When I saw that they put Peppermint Patty in Charlie Brown's classroom, I was like, no man, she goes to a different school. <laughs> goes to the hippie school. Like what is that? She goes to like yeah a hippie school or whatever. Like she doesn't go to his school. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, they're gonna make her wear closed toed shoes. I know, dude. What is that? Nah, nah. Yeah. That, that's horrible for a Southern Californian. Make yeah. me wear not my sandals. I mean, granted, I'm not wearing them today, but I have the choice. You know, for a Southern Californian, I I do a lot of not Southern Californian things. I don't go to the beach. I don't go. I to don't the beach. go that's hiking. A Southern really. Californian. That is it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I think the yeah. whole thing, if you are from Southern yeah. California, is that you're like. Nah, I could never leave the beaches here, you know? Yeah. So when was the last time we went to the beach? I know. Three I years mean, ago. Yeah, I like to know. I like. It's like, kind of like relatives. I just, I just I like, like to know it's there. It's there yeah. I like yeah. the options. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I want to I know that I can go there. It's privilege. It's California privilege. I know I like, there. I like driving by the beach and <laughs> yeah. be like, hi, oh, yeah. Hey, ocean. <laughs> yeah. What's yeah. up? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like the smell. Yeah. The air. Yeah. The breeze. I like the theory of the beach. I don't want to be there, though. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like the sand. I'm probably the only person on the planet that sand. No, I hate sand. Yeah, I'd like Pebble Beach. I, I guess that I go to the nice. pier a lot, though. I mean, I I, I hit up the pier. Quite yeah, often. but that's that's not because you want to be at the pier. Yeah. That's because you're playing Pokemon Go. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it really is. I'm just I'm just playing Pokemon Go mostly. So we are killing yeah. it on this Halloween it's, episode, yeah. talking about the beach and Charlie Spooky. Brown. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you said that Peanuts was your movie. Yeah. So did you go to Hocus Pocus all the time. Oh, dude! Like, Shout out to Hocus always. Pocus, Thackeray, Thackeray Banks. Are you are I you wearing a Hocus outfit. Pocus shirt? I am actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Perfect. But yeah, no, I love Winnie. And yeah. Winnie's outfit. I'm, I wish I could have that confidence to be that me. <laughs> it is the best Halloween movie I've ever seen. It's my yeah. favorite. I love it. Yeah, I always it's thought it was just thing. my family. But evidently a lot of no, people watch it every year. You should go down to um, El Capitan Theater and, and see it when they, they screen it. Yeah. They do? Did that last oh. year. It was, real, it was a lot of fun. I still need to do that. Yeah. But back to death. <laughs> <laughs> good transition thanks i just realized i totally got way off topic yeah. with that but um so one of the things that i ended up running across besides harry houdini which i had mm. no idea about was the random deaths that happened about halloween which has to do with halloween because this one lady in this is not like 100 years ago it's like 2005 a 42 year old woman was left in public because she had hung herself Oh, Do you remember wait, hearing I think I heard about, about that? that? Yeah, yeah. And she was on a highway. People saw her. Yeah, for just like hours. Kind of sick Halloween. Yeah, that was a Halloween and, costume. And decoration. Halloween decoration. Yeah. decoration. And that's then tough. by like that was like seven a.m. and then eleven a.m. They finally were like, "Oh no, that's a body. Um, we should probably go get that down." And they went and finally did that. And there's so many things that actually have happened like that. There's quite a few of them actually. Apparently, the, crazy. the lesson of this yeah. is if you're gonna kill someone. And like leave their body somewhere. Do, do it, it on Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It'll I give was, you a couple hours. I was thinking the opposite of don't die somewhere around Halloween because they yeah. think that you're a prop. Same thing. The, the, yeah. I've actually heard also. There's a lot of people who try to do like you know those like people who like scare you like they're they're on the ground like a zombie and they pop up and oh, scare yeah. you. Mm-hmm. There's people who try to like like look like they're hung to yes. scare you, but then they accidentally hang themselves. <laughs> yes, like that's actually that's happened. Yeah. not yeah. funny. That is not fu- that's it's fucked up. But it but is, it's kind of funny. But yeah, it, it's kind of funny. And then it's funny because it's an article from history. I think it was history.com that it was at. But it says, "Just say no to fake hangings. Friends don't let friends hang. Yeah. <laughs> like, like totally don't do it because sometimes that happens. When people accidentally hang yeah. themselves like all the time. It's ridiculous. Like, ugh. that's like yeah." 
that's the Halloween version of when people like accidentally set their houses on fire because of their Christmas trees. Oh yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. yeah. Oops, no. I'm dead now. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. In, in 2009, evidently, some a Marina del Rey man, 75, had shot himself in the head. Was on his balcony, slumped over, and people thought he was a decoration too for several days. For three days. days. Wasn't, three days. Wasn't he like? Bleeding and like kind of yeah, making a mess. That was people, a really great special thought, effects music. No, they thought makeup. he was literally people are like, decoration. "Oh man, sweet, let me take some pictures of that." Yeah, like the age great. of selfies. <laughs> yes, three days later, the apartment building finally figured out. Oh hey, but that's probably because it person. started to like smell. Yeah. yeah, probably, and it was kind of like, "Oh, that's gross." And the, a mailman over in, I believe it was Omaha, I believe, or somewhere, maybe it's Delaware. Um, but a mailman had walked out by a body because he thought it was a Halloween decoration. And the family was so mad at him that he walked over the body. <laughs> oh, he and stepped he, over like, them. I, like, oh, I don't know if he directly stepped over them or he walked by it. But the guy, I guess, had passed out or something after a night shift. And so the man was like, oh, Halloween decoration. Didn't even think about it. Didn't even like, really register that it was a body. And found out later and felt horrible. And the wow. family was so mad at him for walking past. It's like, well, you know, it's around Halloween. Exactly. And he thought it yeah. was a decoration. And he even told the guy's wife, I thought it was a decoration. I'm sorry. Yeah. Should, so what's what's the what's the if you're gonna die the, around Halloween, make sure you don't look like a decoration. Well, well you can't that, really control but, that if you're just dying. Yeah, if you yeah. shoot yourself or hang yourself, you can because well, both yeah. of those were intentional. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> yeah. if you're doing that on purpose, you don't care. Yeah, yeah. That's people, true. you're you're trying to you're make past a all that. Anyway. And if you're doing a Halloween, if you're if you're doing suicide on Halloween, you're doing it for a reason. Yeah, yeah. specifically. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're a mailman or what have you, should you check? Hey, is that a real guy? Uh, yes, I think that now everyone should check after that one, just to make sure they're not a real person. And I feel so bad for that mailman because my dad was a mailman for like thirty years. So, like, I know he probably would have gone, "Oh, cool," and walked up, walked up to it and figured out it's a person. Okay, poke I it. would hope, <laughs> um, but that's just horrible. Dude. Could you imagine how bad that guy feels if that guy was alive at the time and then died because he didn't say anything? Like, I, I just imagine myself as that mailman and just poking the person's skin. And realizing... You would have been like, oh, that's real lifelike. Yeah, no, no. Here's the thing. At first I was like, oh, real lifelike. But then I would have... I would have really realized, like, oh, my God. This is a human being. And I think you guys have seen the look I make when I'm freaked out. Like, (laughs) Hannah, I'm like, oh! (laughs) Like, I would have made that face. Yeah, that would have happened for me, too. That totally would, like... "Mm." No. Like, that's horrible. Yeah. He was passed out, though, right? He wasn't dead yet. When he I, stepped around or over him? From what I can tell, no. But nothing is specifically saying if he was or wasn't, because I don't think they... Because I think it know. wouldn't be as freaky if, like, he wasn't a dead body. It was just like, oh, man, oh, dude, let me call 911. I think this guy's dying yeah. or something, you know? In yeah. the process of... <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, that also makes you feel worse that you didn't say anything because he was alive and maybe oh, you could have Yeah, him. I'm saying so, but, in yeah, but scenario. In scenario, he, yeah. Like, at least he's hopefully alive. And not a dead body. I think I'd still freak out like that, though. Even if it wasn't a dead yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's really so. hard to make. Dude, it's hard to make jokes about, make that. Jokes yeah. about that's, finding a that's dead why person. I can't. Halloween, I, you know what? As much as I love Halloween specials, I want to do specials. Like, I'm yeah. not going to lie. Like, the, the whole, like, well, I mean, this is the one I, I, would, I would do an example of because they do it every year. But I guess most shows do this but like the whole christmas special every year doctor who does it simpsons they do it yeah simpsons is a halloween special every year like i wanted us to have that it. like a halloween shows, special shows do. yeah yeah but it's just it's shows. hard it's hard to be funny about halloween when mm-hmm. our topics are always real life based stuff yeah 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 
Yeah, it's like that's horrible. So. Yeah. Yeah, but no, for the the candy and everything, like even the, some of those stories of how the Halloween even started and just they started giving treats out because they were having so many mischief instead of they're doing the tricks instead of the treats. They, yeah, I mean, trick yeah. or treat was originally a threat. It was like yeah. you'd walk up to someone's house and yeah. be like, give me something nice or I'm going to like fuck with your house. Or... Yeah, <laughs> it's like that's not even quite oh. and cute and cuddly. Did like... you guys actually hear that? I think I might have mentioned it to you maybe. I don't know. Um, but that the the most like the act that causes the most deaths on Halloween is egging. Egging people. Really? Yeah, because they say that psychologically egging actually is very humiliating for the person who gets egged. Like just the it's not just somebody's vandalizing your property or you physically yeah. vandalizing it's personal. you. It's the splatter of like stuff on you. Like it is so humiliating to have shit just splattered all over you. Hmm. So yeah. but here's the thing. The the, yeah, the death actually goes two ways. There are times where the person gets egged and that person confronts the egger. And like, there's a story about a guy who, who was sitting in his car. He was sitting in his car. They egg his car while he's in it. He gets out. And he's like, hey, guys, like, what the F? Like, what's your problem? Blah, yeah, blah, blah. Feels. Then he goes back to his car and sits down. And then one kid, like, they're like teenagers, walk up and shot him in the head. What the Just straight up. But there are other stories where somebody eggs somebody. And the person who got egged chases the other person down and beats them to death. Like, oh, egging is... Justice? It, yeah, the police... People are completely missing the point of <laughs> trick and treat. Jeez. I will say this. There I will say no this. tricks. I agree with you that egging feels way worse than something else. Like, yeah. when I was... There was one time when I was driving home from... What was I? Like, my cousin's house or something. I don't know. It doesn't matter where I was. But I was driving home in uh, Zoidberg, my first yeah, car. Yeah, old car. Acura. And my brother was in the car also. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it's just there's this like loud crack noise on the windshield, splatter everywhere. I was like, "What the hell is going on?" And I stop and I realize it was eggs. And there's like some kids on like a overpass? a wall. No, not an overpass, but like on the side of the house, like their mm-hmm. house. They had like a wall facing the street. I, I could have killed those kids. <laughs> I, think. I think it was in me to do yeah. it, but they were far away, and I you know, yeah. just yelled some stuff effort. at them. And I didn't have anything to throw, but <laughs> I would have. One time, I was driving like just like. In my old apartment complex, I was driving down, like, the lane or whatever to go park. And I saw these two kids. Like, I swear to God, one of them was, like, the fattest six-year-old I've ever seen. <laughs> and then his, like, little brother was there. And the little brother was, like, seemed like a nice kid just playing in, like, the dirt. The other kid was also kind of, like, looking at the dirt, kind of, like, whatever. Like, he was kind of, like, watching his little brother. So, anyway, I was just driving by. And I didn't even I just saw them. I just kind of kept driving. And then I hear a crack against my, my car, and I stop, and I look, and the kid's looking at me, the, the fat kid, and I just looked at him like, I swear to God, this little shit threw a rock <laughs> at me. Like, I was I was about ready to get out, but then I realized, like, he's, he's six. just a six-year-old kid. <laughs> yeah. But here's the thing. The only reason, here's my thought process, is I should get out and say something. That's like, nah, he's six years old. But then I thought to myself, I should get out and say something. Because the look on his face, the look on his face was the smuggest, douchiest six-year-old I've ever <laughs> seen. Say, come at me, bro. He looked <laughs> like he wanted me to come at him. And I want to come at him. But I decided that, or I reminded myself that I am a 20, at the time, a 22-year-old adult. Yeah, and I had no you can, place. You cannot be it's, him up. It's hard. It's hard to do much of anything yeah. when you're an adult to someone who, to a yeah. kid that's not your kid. Yeah, because yeah. if it's your kid, you could be like, "Fuck you, you stop," you know, whatever. <laughs> I mean, don't say that, but you know, you can discipline them. If you're yeah. an adult, someone's gonna walk out and be like, "What are you doing to my kid, man? Like, why are you?" Yeah. Automatically, it would have no escalated what me to a situation yeah. where I didn't want to go. I would have been a, a brown guy named Anushka grabbing <laughs> some other guy's kid. 
yeah. don't want to be that yeah. guy. That sounds like it might have a bad ending. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, moral of the story, kids: don't egg people. Cause... Don't 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 end up dead on Halloween. <laughs> yeah. That too. Don't end up yeah. dead. Yeah. Don't egg people because you might end up dead. Don't be egged. Hopefully. Yeah. And if you do get egg, don't get out and yell. Yeah, you might just, end up dead. just let it go. Just wash your car. <sighs> or wash that yourself. sucks, man. Yeah. Yes. I don't want to let it go. I'm going to find that kid. After the show, he's like 18 now. He, can he, probably, was, no, he was like 18 then. He oh. was like some shitty little fucking 16-year-old. We're going to find you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's probably like, you know, some, some kid like just yeah. graduated high school. Working at Walmart or some crap. Dude, what if he's our number one fan on the show? <laughs> Fuck you. Stop listening to my show. I don't care. Wow. Uh, Egging is really personal, yeah, it man. Is. It sucks. It is. I I could only imagine. Luckily, I don't have experience smells, with that. It's very undignified. Yeah. I've yeah. always believed this. Human beings are meant to stand on two feet, not be laying on the ground, falling over. And dry. And dry. And dry. Yeah. And I don't want... When, you, when you're not dry and we are not on two feet as a human... It's very undignified. It's, it, I mean, <laughs> uh, it, it's just, it's not right. You shouldn't force somebody into those positions. It reduces you to, you yeah. know, I mean, else. unless you choose to be in those positions. <laughs> Wet and hey. on your back. Yeah. Wet and not <laughs> on your feet. <laughs> Sex jokes. Uh, Ryan, God, you got to... <laughs> yeah, I think they got it. I think they got that. I hope so. I just wanted to make yeah. sure. For the, for the kid, for the 18-year-old kid who might not get that. Yeah. Listening. There you go. All right, so is that? I have more death. about death, but I really don't want to do any more about death. I'd really like to move on to hopefully okay. a better subject because unfortunately that's all I could find besides. Well, I know I totally things. get you. I mean, like I struggled, yeah. and that's all I found also. And so. I'm like, I don't want yeah. to talk anymore about that. death. Courtney, do you have anything? Well, what do you got, Courtney? Not uh, well, I had two things I'm going to talk about. One kind of has to do with death, but in a weird way. I but I'll get it. to that. Though I was going to first start off with um, where jack o' lanterns came from. Cool. Any yeah. guesses? Nice. I've heard. It, well, here's the thing. By the way, a lot of us that keep asking questions like, "Oh, do you know where this came from?" Yeah. I think we all have the we same all research. Probably, yeah. But We're I, all try, like, I try to keep I've it never light. heard of this. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, but, when I was reading it, I yeah. never heard of it. But so. for the audience, tell us yes. about it. So it actually comes from Ireland. Mm-hmm. Um, so it comes from a uh, a legend that they had, uh, the legend of Stingy Jack. Um, did not hear about this. I'm looking forward. to <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I this is. This yeah. is not the well, part read I read either, it. so yeah. I mean, you read the same yeah. part. So it's an Irish myth. <laughs> yeah. So according to it, Stingy Jack invited the devil for a drink. And true to his name, he's stingy. He doesn't want to pay. He asked the devil, hey, turn yourself into a coin so I can pay for the drinks. And so the devil's like, okay, I'll do it. So he turns himself into a drink. Now, instead of paying for the drinks, what he does is he takes the devil as a coin, puts it in his pocket, and in his pocket also is a silver cross, which means that the devil can't turn himself back into the devil so he's just stuck as a coin huh. and so he, he kept him in his pocket a national hero i, I love so these the old timey you know devil and daniel webster mm-hmm. type stories yeah because they're so clever with their <laughs> supernatural yeah. yeah so eventually he does free the devil but he says only under one condition that you don't bother me for a year and that if i were to die um you don't claim my soul so the devil's like, all right, fine, just you know, just get me out of this. So short term, he takes only you know, takes yeah. him out of it. I like it. also that he's just like, listen, just leave me alone for a year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, though, I remember this. This is like in the olden days when mm-hmm. people lived to be thirty-four. He's probably like thirty-three. And he's like, I got probably a year left yeah. to go anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 This is a while ago. Yeah. yeah. So he did that, and then um, so he doesn't bother him for a year, and the next year he tricks the devil again. 
This time, getting him to uh, climb into the uh, up a tree to get a piece of fruit. The devil is really gullible. <laughs> yeah. So um, while he's up in the tree, Jack carved a sign of the cross into the tree's bark so he can't come down. Um, he finally says, "Like, All right, I'll let you down as long as you promise not to bother me for ten more years." That was like fine. Just I want to get down go. from here. That's, that's better. He's better. an entrepreneur. He's learning. <laughs> this guy's an entrepreneur, stingy Jack. So you know, about probably ten years or whatever. But soon Jack does die. So he says the devil promised he wouldn't take a soul. He goes up to heaven, but God doesn't want to let him into heaven because he's, you know, because he's un- a dick. unsavory. He's a jerk, <laughs> you know. So then he's like, all right, fine, I'll go down to hell. But the devil's like, no, I promised you, I'm not going to take your soul. So no. So he just gives him a small, um, a small coal carved out of a turnip, and so then Jack has been wandering around the earth ever since. So originally, though. Oh. Uh, jack-o'-lines weren't in pumpkins they were in turnips potatoes or beets and it wasn't until um irish uh, immigrants came to the u.s and they saw pumpkins it was much cheaper that they then started doing it out of pumpkins and there's jack-o'-lanterns could you imagine trying to carve a pumpkin uh, a potato yeah Yeah. or a turnip actually i saw a really creepy picture of a turnip lantern it was like i I heard they were called like what i read about was turnip ghosts yeah yeah it was just Yeah. yeah um so yeah so that's where jack-o'-lanterns come from which i thought was pretty cool like i wouldn't have connected jack-o'-lanterns with the irish but there you yeah go. considering pumpkins don't yeah grow there but it makes sense with potatoes <laughs> it does everything about ireland makes sense with potatoes yeah. <laughs> i love potatoes it's an import too i mean it didn't naturally grow in ireland yeah that's true actually yeah. i forgot about that it was brought yeah. over by the english or the americans i don't know probably the english man yeah. they did all <laughs> that yeah. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah they did everything but uh ecosystems Ruined. Yeah. Et cetera. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, so um, the other topic I was going to talk about. Mm-hmm. So when I was looking up this stuff, um, and I came across this one article where they were talking about, like, the five creepiest things on Halloween or something like that. But one really caught my eye, and it made me laugh, too. So um, here's the title of the one. I forget what number it was, but here's the title of it. Your authentic ghost costume isn't authentic unless there's poop in it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You know what, Courtney? You are a treasure yeah. on this show because it always comes down to poop yeah. in some form or Six another. Six degrees of poop. I, I, yeah. I mean, it's I like really it. like one degree. Cause for us, poops. it's less than six. Yeah, it's, that's true. I, I don't I mean, it's a natural human thing. It's what makes us, I don't know. But yeah, it all comes down to poop. So, but, so what this guy was saying was that... Um, if you think about it, especially and you see it in the movies too, when anyone dies and they come back as a ghost, they're still in the same state of how they died. So right. if they drowned and they're coming back, they're with like you know wet, they're wet and their clothes are all tattered or they're burned or whatever it is, they come back at the same. I feel like I know where this is going. Yeah. <laughs> well, what he was saying is that um, usually if people die, especially in a violent way or whatever, but the you know the body. Well, just you can't control some functions, and so a natural part of death, especially if it's violent, is that your bowels just may release. Mm-hmm. So you know, and that's part of the um, the autonomic autonomic nervous system. Also, apparently, oh, you uh, you can get boners. Like, oh, really? Yeah. Dead man boners. Really? So yeah, I mean, if you're I, I a really ghost... shouldn't have said really with so much interest. <laughs> yeah, you were like, <laughs> I was tell me more. <laughs> I was just curious, but it sounded like I'm like, how can I get me one of these boners? <laughs> Well, it can also happen after you've 
you're you've been dead for a little bit because oh, your body is stiffening but yeah. i mean it's going through the decomposition so you go through all these stages i just realized that's also that was a joke from clerks remember that you guys remember clerks right there yeah. yeah she she screwed a dead guy in the bathroom that was dude yeah that well, was now you know how yeah. there you go yeah i mean your body is still even though you're dead it's still you can think of the body as still being kind of alive because it's still going through all the the processes of mm-hmm. you know going through decomposition yeah. Um, I mean, and so, I mean, that's really just, he just goes into it. And I did a little bit more research on the, the ANS system. You know, there's the parasympathetic and the sympathetic part of it. Um, you know, and it's, it's the sympathetic part of the system that controls our, um, our heartbeat and the, you know, our blood vessels, but then also it has, hold on, let me find where it is. Um, yeah, it just, it, it's all the things that, no, oh, wait, sorry, I'm mixing it up. This is why I probably should do an outline like you do instead of just, like, <laughs> copying and pasting. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. I ended up with the same problems today. Yeah. Oh, hey. Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we don't have to get into the full science of it, but, I mean, I just thought that was really funny. It's like, so you're not really a ghost unless you, you know, if you're going to be true to it. Yeah. You got to. Crap your pants first. Crap your pants, you know, scared shitless. <laughs> yeah. 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 There Literally. you go. There you go. Exactly. And you don't have to worry about anybody doing anything to you because they will not be anywhere near you. Exactly. You know. You might so. get egged, though. You might get egged, maybe, yeah. Because like, yeah. they'll be from afar, so just just toss them at Although, you. really, all you have to do if you get egged is just do the monkey thing, you know? What you got, you got shit people? in your pants, so you oh, can yeah. just... Oh, <laughs> fire oh back. Fire I like back. that. That would be really gross, though, if you were to use actual poop. I mean, if it's just a costume, would you really... I don't know. Well, if you want, did you not read Listen. the article you brought today? If you want to be an authentic ghost, but it's still a costume. Listen, I mean, you're not going to use person, your actual. Why not? The person doesn't need to know. The person who decides, you know what? I'm going to take my ghost know. costume to the next level and shit myself. <laughs> they're not going to mind taking that extra step of throwing shit at people. That's true. Yeah, that yeah. is that is a very. You've already crossed <laughs> yeah. a couple lines to get to. I'm going to shit my pants for yeah. Halloween. Yeah. Uh, what? Actually, let me ask you this: What is your guys's favorite? Halloween special or Halloween episode movie. Well, you already said mine's definitely uh, Hocus Pocus. Well, let me take Hocus Pocus off the equation. Episode, episode of like a show or something. I love Simpsons Halloween episodes. Okay, I Those love them. Good. I can't pinpoint one of them, but I definitely prefer The Simpsons over other ones. Um, I don't know if it was a Halloween one. No, I don't think that was a Halloween. Never mind. Um, I don't think I really have a favorite one. Because I'm not so into Halloween. Like, I go to, like, those scary mazes and stuff like that. Like, I just, last week, I went to the um, Haunted Hayride. Mm. How so was I, that? I like that stuff. It was fun. Have you been to yeah. it before? Yeah. Yeah. Was it? Uh, I went a couple years ago. It was yeah, cool. this was our third year going. I went with my sister and um, my niece and everything. Um, so, I mean, it was good. But for me, the best one that I've still I've ever been to is when I was living in New York, and my sister and I went to this maze thing, and it was based off of, I think it was, like, the top seven fears of New Yorkers. And so each room that you go into is based <laughs> off of that. So when you first An go entire in... entire street where no cab stops for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Damn, this is so frustrating. Uh, uh, an apartment that's not rent-controlled. Oh, no. That is pretty scary, I'll tell you. <laughs> I was thinking more like 100 people in one room. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, they'll, they'll put you in groups. And so that what they did is that the first room you go in, you're just kind of standing there. Like, they're like, and they shut the door, and you're just like, okay, what now? And then all of a sudden, this bookshelf came straight at us. So then we were pushed up against the wall. Or just like uh, so that was stuff. that was the uh, the scare of, of small spaces, 
And then, like, a door slid open, you go into the next room. I don't remember all of them, but I do remember at one point they were walking through, and they opened this door, and you can see that you're going to have to crawl, and they're just like, get in. And we're like, what? So, like, we crawl through, and then eventually we can stand up, and it's pitch black, and we're walking in a line. I think it was my sister. She reached out to go touch somebody. You just hear, ah, and she's like, no, 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 it's just me. It's just me. And then finally we get down, and then we look up, and there's a plexiglass above us, and somebody just starts throwing dirt on top. So it's being buried alive was the next oh, one. Wow. Um, and then there's, I think there was, like, a fear of clowns. Um, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember all of them, but that one was still the best one that I've been to. You know that I did not, was not afraid of clowns until we went to the Queen Mary. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I became afraid of clowns after yeah, that. Queen Mary's a really good. That one's good. I was thing. I was down. It was like this hallway with the white and black stripes and the clown and the strobe light and just that was it. <laughs> I have not liked clowns ever since. Like that did me. <laughs> I don't know how many how long ago. Maybe it was like a year or two ago. But JB took me to this haunted mansion um, attraction. It was almost like a theater piece. But it was like a haunted mansion horror theater piece interactive oh, I remember theater you guys yeah it's called delusion that, yeah. it's called delusion and it was like a haunted mansion kind of thing the whole premise was that this author who had nobody seen in like 20 years like his house might be haunted by his creations blah blah mm-hmm. so the cool thing about it is you go in with a group like 10 people but you start to get split up like eventually you start getting split up really really intricately where it's like two people might be by themselves and stuff like that and they have like crazy stuff where like you know there are, listen, I'll tell you this. There, there's normal stuff as like freaky ghosts and you know, yeah. monsters. But the moment where I was like, dude, where am I? <laughs> is this? Because the whole thing is we're looking for keys to open doors to get out. And when we get split up, we, me and this one other person wound up in a place where there, we walked into this room where we, like, it was the only place to go. And we're in this, like, bedroom of this, like, sultry, dominatrix, sexy young woman, right? And yeah. she's like, and so she looks at us, she's like, hmm, which one will I pick, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, um, I'm going to pick you. And she picks me. And I'm just like, okay, like, sure. <laughs> like, yes. I, like where, I like where this is going, maybe. And so she takes me into another room. And the other person, there's, like, a window that shows the other room she's taking me into. They got to watch. She, yeah, they get to watch. So <laughs> she takes me into this other room. But when she lets me into the other room and the switch happened so fast, I was with her and I didn't even see it happen. But when the door closed and I saw her again, she was an old woman. Like, it was a totally different <laughs> actress. It was not the same woman at all. It was wow. a, a legit different woman, like an older woman in the same clothing. And then she climbs into this bathtub and she asks me to brush her back with this brush. And so I'm like, okay. And so I'm brushing her back. And then she does this. She reaches down with two fingers and then she starts starts doing that to herself, like masturbating basically. And... She's making these moaning sounds in this tub while I'm brushing. <laughs> you have to imagine this whole time. I'm just brushing her back. She's masturbating and moaning. And, and the person in the window is looking at me. I'm looking at them. And our faces are like... <laughs> like, I, I swear, my eyes are so wide. My mouth is so wide open. And I was just kept on brushing. And she's like, a little lower. And she's like, oh, yeah. I just like how complacent you were. Like, you I just know, followed you just direct. Like, you just it, like, did well, you know? it. It was, it was the moment in that thing where I felt like, oh, my God, this is happening. And then this is what happens next. <laughs> Finally, she hands me something. <laughs> and she places a key in my hand that is wet and trippy and I take it and I swear my eyes were just like 
<laughs> I, I just I, I was speechless and then I walked out my hand was just held in a fist like this the whole time I walked out with the other person we were we were we made no uh, speech to each other we just made eye contact <laughs> and then we moved on to find the others if we and can and we will never nice. speak of this yeah. <laughs> nice I don't know what this is but it sounds crazy enough I want to go I was thinking the same <laughs> I thing too go. I want to try that it's called delusion, it, it's, delusion? It, they come to LA every year so. I'll have to look that up yeah, yeah. <laughs> Looked it up it's on the kind of like, home. It's like yeah. a clue type thing, right? It's a clue like, type. What are the, we went those, to like, another one. In the room um, where you're like, trying to get oh, escape the puzzle. Room. Yeah, escape yeah. room. It's kind of like an escape Similar room. But it, I've it's never done that. less puzzle solving because you're more like... You're more going, narrative. Yeah, I mean, like at one point, I remember like one of the freaking things I remember is they needed somebody to traverse this really, really tight space in the basement with like a pulley rope system to oh, wow. get so another key. So it's more key. interactive. Yeah, and I was like, I was freaked out because I was like, here's wall and like like ceiling. Yeah. And I was just like... Yeah, I feel like new sh- if you, whenever you go to stuff like that, yeah. you're always the one who has to end up doing the shitty stuff. <laughs> because nobody you, else wants to and I'm like, all right. That and also I think you get picked on. Like, I look I'm going like, to pick you. You look like the guy who they're going, I want this guy to wash my back while I <laughs> masturbate. <laughs> Wait, I have a question. Do I look like the person? Because here's the thing. You know me personally that I'm a very interactive person. I'll do whatever. Yeah, I'm yeah. always very engaging and, and stuff like that. But do I look very um, innocuous? Like, do I look like somebody who does not want to? And they pick on me because they're like, yeah, let's get this I don't guy think, who... I don't think it's so much that you look like you're not down to do it. I think it's that you just look very unassuming and, like, mm-hmm. you're chancy. You just look very, like, <laughs> chancy. Mm, no, what's going on here? Oh, I'm so, like, innocent and just, yeah. like... I, no, I'm I'm a I'm a really awkward clefable. I got my my eyes all clefable. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What's a what's an awkward? But what's a more relevant reference to somebody who's really awkward? Like the most awkward looking pop culture um, person we can think of. Mm, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a lot of them too. Yeah, whatever. I, I look very unassuming. Okay, you look yeah very. I'll take that. Innocent, you know what? You know awkward. what? Hey, you know. By the way, I, I was about to say something right now. And I realized we've never done this before. I was about to say, okay, hey, Dead Nation. Um, oh my god! What's the name of our fans? Are they I called? Like we need a name I like for dead the fans. Nations. Dead Nations. Are they the? I, I don't. Know. Are they dead? Are they deadheads? Because we're dead. We're dead. That doesn't you mean they're dead. dead. Yeah. Are they the, the mourners? <laughs> the mourners. <laughs> You know why I don't like Deadhead? Deadhead's Grateful Dead. Yeah, we can't use Dead that. Nation, that's mm, okay. I feel like that's a fan club for the yeah. Grateful Dead. Yeah, oh, I mean, yeah. the, the Mourners. Dude, Ryan Nusha Dead. Or maybe they're called the Young Harambes. Noosh. <laughs> I'm just one saying, day, that could be. One day you'll let it go. <laughs> one day I'll make it real. But today is not that day. <laughs> All right, Ryan, what do, you, what do you got? So let's, uh, let's move on. Yeah. Uh, this is... Not Halloween related, but it is a. Was anything Halloween related in this? <laughs> we okay, talked about Jack o' Lanterns. Died on Halloween. Okay, yeah, and Jack Lanterns. Okay, and okay Jack good. Lanterns, yeah. You guys single-handedly saved this show <laughs> from being er, like not relevant to our own topic. Yeah, I mean it's a, it's a it's a creepy mystery kind of okay. thing, I guess. Let's do it. All right, so 1976, the citizens of the world's most boring-sounding town. On Earth, Circleville, Ohio. Okay. <laughs> yep. Sounds like is uh, it safe to yeah. No. So they. No, I mean, it, I'm not saying it's a boring place. Probably is, but just the probably. name Circleville. Yeah. If you're telling a story about, it, I hope it's not a boring place. Yeah. For the sake of this show. The citizens of Circleville, Ohio, lived perfectly normal, boring lives. Okay. The end. No. Okay. So, uh, in 19, starting in 1976, uh, a bunch of people in this town. Started getting these weird, creepy handwritten letters. Have you guys heard of this story at all? No. Anyone? Okay. Keep going. I no. don't know if I have or not. So they all started getting these weird, creepy handwritten letters with really detailed, specific personal information about them. And saying, like, I'm watching you. 
blah, blah, blah. Huh. I know you're doing this thing. I know you get home at this time, whatever. Just like weird, creepy personal stuff. That's creepy. And uh, they were all signed the Circleville Writer. So, writer? Writer, as in like I write yeah, yeah. things. Yeah, so the Circleville huh. Writer self-named. That is the, the least scary. <laughs> it is. <laughs> It is. The, the Phantom Ghost, Spring Hill Jack, the Circleville Writer. <laughs> and, and you know what's funny about that, too, is he named him, he or she, named himself. Yeah. You know, this wasn't like some the media. This was, the media didn't, yeah. the Circleville Writer. It was, he signed him that way. So, everyone's getting these letters. They're like, what the hell is this? Like, this is weird. The worst of the letters were directed at a Mary, I feel like I'm going to say her name wrong, uh, Gillespie? Gillespie, yeah. Gillespie, I'm pretty, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Okay, so uh, she, and here's the thing: she's not some mayor. She's not some official. She's a school bus driver, and she's getting like the worst, most like threatening letters, uh, basically accusing her of having an affair with the school superintendent, and uh, telling her that she needs to come clean to the school board. And here's a quote from one of the letters. Uh, and this isn't the first letter she got. This is like somewhere down the line. But the mm-hmm. quote is. Uh, Gillespie, you've had two weeks and done nothing. Admit the truth and form the school board. If not, I will broadcast it on CBS, posters, signs, and billboards until the truth comes out. So this guy is like, really, like, you need to tell everyone about your affair. Uh, she ignores this. Um, and uh, this is, I want to say, maybe a couple weeks after that letter. Her husband gets a phone call from an anonymous person, and uh, he never says what was told to him or what he actually heard on the phone or whatever, but he grabs a gun. He tells his kids, I'm going to go confront this guy, the, the circle of the writer. writer. Yeah. Yeah. And he leaves. Then uh, a few hours later, he's found dead in his car, crashed into a the tree. Husband? Yeah. Oh, shit. The car is crashed into a tree. So it looks like, oh, he crashed. But his gun had been fired also. So he either he shot at someone or somebody shot the gun somehow, and he crashed. He was dead. Um... So a little while after this, Mary and the superintendent finally admit that they've been having an affair, hoping that this is going to like end the yeah now harassment. That's I guess husband, yeah, and he's out of the way, and now that he's not here to be worried about it, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and you would think, okay, fine, he he got what he wanted. No, the letters continued for six fucking years. <laughs> wow. Someone had was dedicated. Yeah. Seriously. So not only were there just letters, but there were signs posted up on her bus route all the time. Wow. And so she finally got like fed up one day and she she pulls over her bus full of kids, gets out, tries to take down one of the signs and finds that the letter or the poster is like booby trapped with a box behind it and a string with a gun. Like what? To, dude, what? Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. Get a saw. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. She doesn't set it off. How do you know like, that she's gonna pull that one? Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. So, and what if some like then someone else was trying to be nice and took it down? Right. And here's the other thing too. And it's not like because there's more than one sign, right? And it's when I tell you about the gun, you're gonna be like, what the heck? Because I was like, well, he spent a lot of money and time to put guns in like all these. Because how do you know it's gonna be that right. one? But he must have because the gun had a scratched off. Serial number, but, like, partial still there. The police were able to track it. Was the it. husband's gun? No. Oh, her okay. fucking ex-brother-in-law, though. So, related still to... And they were like, oh, he's the guy. It was him. Mm. It must have been him. He found out about the affair. He got upset. Right. What have His you. His brother. His brother's dead now. But why would he harass the rest of the place? 
Wait, why was he harassing the rest of the town? Exactly. Right. So setting up an MO to then do that. So everyone was like, case closed. Had to be him. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, They didn't really know what the motive was for the letters, and he wasn't ever accused of that, but he was accused and sentenced for uh, attempted murder for the the booby trap gun. Not the haircuts, though. Not not the haircuts, though. Uh, So he was sentenced to 7 to 25 years for attempted murder. And so everyone was like, but he was obviously the letter guy. I mean, the the, the prosecution didn't accuse him and actually try him for writing the letters to the town, but they, like, heavily inferred they had him do, like, writing samples and whatever, and they were like, oh, it's it was him. He's the guy the whole time. And so everyone in the town believed that that's, that's who he was. The jury found him guilty, what have you. But uh, while he's in prison, in solitary confinement, letters keep coming out. And he's getting letters now in prison. And uh, one of the letters that he got sent, I have a quote for him from that letter. Uh, he says, now when are you going to believe that you aren't getting out of there. And it, actually, I should set this up. He tried to do like a, an appeal, mm. and it failed. Mm. Then he mm. got this letter. Uh, so, now when are you going to believe that you aren't, aren't going to get out of there? I told you two years ago. When we set them up, they stay set up. Don't you listen at all? So, he served a full 10 years, and he, but he maintained his innocence until he died in 2012 of natural causes. Right. Uh, so Allegedly. Mm. Allegedly. <laughs> got that in there. Always. Uh, so, all in all, the Circleville writer sent thousands of letters to this town, just yeah. this random small Ohio town. Uh, all the, and this started in 1976, like I said in the beginning. People were claiming to get letters until 2001. That's when they finally wow. said wow. That's... they stopped officially, I guess. So, 30, what is it, 25 years? Yeah, around 25, 26, yeah. Yeah, 25 years of this guy just... Yeah. Or girl, or thing, whatever. That's dedication. dedication yep. Well, that's he's, he's, dedication. he's a passionate writer. He's that is next level trolling. That's his canvas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes. And they got easier over you know, time with the internet. <laughs> Think about this: his entire life would have been different. He was if he was born in the age of the internet, because then he could vent his frustration so easily <laughs> to thousands of anonymous people, and he wouldn't have to harass one town over a twenty-five. But then year it period. wouldn't make it as creepy. Yeah. Maybe I like to think it was more about getting that frustration, getting that out than just harassing the town because the other people seemed kind of random like it didn't seem yeah i mean he had any animosity towards mostly them. i mean for most everyone except for this for for mary yeah. uh the letters were pretty i mean they were scary and creepy like you know the police would have to come and talk to these people and say like oh well all he's saying is like i know where you live and i know you have this many kids and i know that you do this thing and this thing but he didn't ever like do anything or threaten anyone he just sent them creepy letters Except for her. Sounds like someone was a god complex. Yeah, maybe. I do, yeah, it does sound like he was more trolly than anything else. But, uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's too bad he didn't, he wasn't here for AOL. (laughs) Could have saved a lot of people a lot of trouble. Also saved on postage. You know what, I was, oh, yeah, and all the uh, the letters came from Columbus with no return address. So, they were like another town over. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, well, I don't know. Unless he, like, drove... I'm trying to think of the logistics of this. If he lived in Columbus, that means he spent a lot of time in Circleville just monitoring people and watching them so he can, like, write these letters. Or he lived in Circleville and he would go all the way over to Columbus Columbus to mail. mail. I think they lived in Circleville and then... Yeah, they had to because then they had to also post up those images and those posters and whatever. Yeah, that's true. But also, how come no one in Columbus 
was like, why are you sending thousands of letters? Like, Maybe he hopped around a different mail. Probably just different mailboxes. He, and probably didn't all in all, all at the same time. He was really dedicated yeah. to, his, yeah. to his craft. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. Like, as when I was working in businesses and stuff, I would sometimes mail 30, 40 letters at a time. I guess. And you so, know what? I don't think anyone really pays attention to the. To no. Not really. Not really. No. And particularly if you work for the post office, you don't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not one of the best places to work, but that's okay. Interesting, man. You know, we kind of had similar themes in our stories in the sense of, like, mysterious. Of course we did. Yeah, yeah. Because we're best friends, guys. (laughs) I don't don't think we have that that here with We should get your best friend shirts. No, I know. I'm just... We do actually have best friend shirts. Or that that broken heart that each person gets that says best friends. (laughs) Brian's actually wearing the same shirt I also bought. No, 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 hold on. I don't want people to think that this was a mutual thing, okay? <laughs> I, bought, I bought this shirt because I thought it was awesome. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, that is an awesome shirt. Where do I go to get that shirt? Yeah. So I sent him a link, and then he's like, what color did you get? Oh, I got navy. I'm going to get navy too. Well, well, listen. <laughs> All right, dude. Def- in my defense, though, I did ask him what color, only to get a different one. I wanted to get green or, or like a red color, but I looked at it, and honestly, the green and the red just didn't look as good as the navy. Like, the navy looked so good. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm going to get this. Now, listen. Whatever you just have to admit tell you yourself. Want to match. I will good. totally admit, okay, I will say this. That shirt has nothing to do with the thing where I'm always trying to buy Ryan's clothes. He is always trying to buy my clothes. <laughs> like, years ago. Also, listen, years ago, when we worked together, like, side by side. Kind of. I mean, no, still pretty openly. Still pretty <laughs> openly. I, I, when we used to work together, we sat right next to each other. I remember at one point, I, I was, like, always impressed by how good his pants looked. I'm like, Ryan, like, Where'd you get those pants? You <laughs> and then you offered to buy. I my offered pants to buy his me. pants off. Him. You're they almost look so wow. like single white female here. You're, you're <laughs> gonna just like show up. You'll have his glasses. You have his hair. <laughs> Dude, you know what? You are, and I don't know if my brother's ever gonna listen to this, but you are kind of like my brother. Only he does it really innocently. Like when I went to go see him in Utah, he had the same glasses, almost same haircut, almost. Yeah. And I was like, what the? F-? He does kind of look like you <laughs> now. I, I, he does and look a lot like you. Yeah, man, what are you doing? But the thing is, he's in a different state, so he can't even yeah. like. It's just it's weird. it's like you guys are wearing it on different days, different states. It's yeah. you're not going to run into each other. You don't have change. He doesn't have change. But, yeah, but no, you I, are. I did. Trying to I get did offer pants. to buy his pants <laughs> off of him. I remember I, I started buying. I think um, rescue specifically because you buy rescue pants. I right? told you the brand of pants that I was yeah. buying at the time, and yeah, you were like, I'm going to go buy those right now. Yeah, <laughs> and you still managed to fuck it up, kind of. Dude, I. I actually was like really upset today because here's the thing. I actually bought Ryan has burgundy rescue pants. I was like, right, I'm gonna buy some burgundy. I like it. I like the color. It looks cool. So <laughs> you're if it's really on not him, helping it's cool. yourself. It's good. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not even trying to help myself. <laughs> I look. I openly admit, like there's skill sets I have. I'm good at certain things, but I am really not functional when it comes to like fashion. <laughs> Or like I look at this. I know that my size is 30, 32, 30 waist, 32 length. Length. You, no, you no. actually just said that I just said it backwards. Yourself. I'm How 30. Do I know your size, and you don't. Dude, that's what I mean. I'm not. I, I'm 32 waist, 30 in oh length. But somehow I bought these. I bought new pants for the weekend, including the burgundy ones he's had for years. That same style. And I bought 32, 32. And I don't know why I bought. And it's like, funny because how? then he's like, oh, man, do these pants look good? And I'm like, nah, I don't know. They look yeah. weird. Like, like a size... yeah, the bottom's too weird. And yeah. he was like, oh, I just realized I bought the wrong size. I just do that. I just somehow, like, my it's shoes. It's also funny because you try them on. I do. And I try I, I try so hard. And I have a pair of pants on that fits me that I can look at. And I, 
And I did look at it. I actually looked at the pants, which were rescue type pants, and it said thirty thirty two. And which I is somehow still bought wrong. No, no, wait. yeah. No. <laughs> It's because I'm saying it wrong. I'm actually, dude. Is, you're, you're, you're making this worse for yourself too, because now no. you're gonna start buying thirty no, thirty two, and they're not gonna fit this. Guys, okay. Anyway. I think now you guys and the audience at home knows there's some kind of weird cognitive block in my head that is basically saying you're gonna fuck up every time you buy clothes, dude. The shoes I bought new shoes like last week, and I bought a size like like half a size like a size too big to wear every time I'm walking. It's like cutting into my tendon. Like, it's what? Yeah, man. Like, it just fits weird. I found a way to make it work though, so I'm good. Did but, you put? You have to like put tape. No, or, no. Like, an extra sock. Or I something? just really tighten it hard on the lace to the point where my feet don't move inside. <laughs> so I'm I'm good. But and, dude, I don't know why. There's like a cognitive block that basically says you're not gonna ever buy clothes that make you look nice, Noosh. You're gonna look <laughs> like shit every time. Like you're gonna look like a poor man's Ryan every time. <laughs> thing is you don't even have the excuse of girls like if there's a size 14 and then another size 14 they aren't the same no yeah they're guys are actually no what's the difference and like it depends on the the maker it depends on every every person particularly for like even like old navy it depends on what country it's made in Mm. and it'll all be size 14 but they all fit differently and they're all the same style yeah and so but girls always like that always it's not even like okay well usually i wear this yeah Mm. i can wear anything from a size 12 to a 16 (laughs) <laughs> it just depends. Yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah. But you know what girls what? do to solve that problem? What? Try on the whole store. They try on the clothes. And then they really look and they yeah. realize, oh, this isn't going to work. Which you also do. I but do. for some reason you still get the you wrong know <laughs> You know what I should start doing? I should start wearing my shoes when I try on my clothes. Because maybe that would have made me realize, oh... The pants are too Noosh. long. You don't put your shoes on with your jeans? No, I just I took okay, my shoes okay, off. Man, That's the listen, right there <laughs> is the problem. Yeah. Let me you give you back on. some advice. Yeah, man. Okay. I don't <laughs> care what you're buying for yourself, clothes-wise, whatever. Yeah. W- whatever natural element you're going to be wearing that thing in, that's what you should be trying yeah. it on with because that's what you're going to be wearing it in so if you're going to wear shoes and then also give pants, Ryan a call and say hey this is he what I'm buying he, he jokingly sent me a message I saying did. like hey can I send you some like okay, some pants. dressing room I, pictures can you tell he didn't to I clarify because I laughed him, at him but. I specifically he, he laughed at me in a way where he's like like, like he didn't want to tell me noosh this is weird. Don't do that. He was being polite about it, but I got that vibe, and I was like, okay, "Nah, man, I'm listen. Not gonna... If you really need to send me dressing room pictures, that's fine, as long as they're like not." I did that weird. once. I Facetimed my mom, and I was in the dress. I'm like, "Mom, does this dress does this work?" And she was helping me out. It was for my graduation dress. Yeah, <laughs> that's a special occasion. I don't think yeah. this sounds like a special occasion. It's fine, man. Well, you can but... every time you buy clothes, I guess you just got to send me some pictures. Or yeah, man, I, I need <laughs> I need some, I need some help. Because you know the thing is, I, I I mean like I'm a student right now. I don't have the money to be buying new pants all the time. <laughs> pants get expensive on a student budget. And you fucked it up, man. That's... Yeah, dude. Actually, I, I'm gonna go to a tailor. Hopefully, it's not too expensive for them to shorten. The length of these pants. It shouldn't be. Yeah. Taylor's aren't really that expensive. Yeah. Yeah, I know, because I, I try to get my pants handled because I'm short and pants are always long. So either just walk on them until they get ripped or... Hashtag noosh problems. Ha- yep. Dude, noosh problems are so much more pathetic than Ryan problems. <laughs> like, Ryan problems are like... like that, that was trending on Tumblr for a little while, Ryan problems. But noosh problems is just... Ah, uh, I can't buy the right clothes. My shoes don't fit. You know? <laughs> it's like an old man's problems in, in some ways. Like, 
You know what you could do to fix the bottom of your pants? Just what? wear them really tight. <laughs> oh, God. That's how it begins, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I think I was actually, like, you were telling me, like, the, the, the annoying things that we complain about, God, this, these people who do these annoying things, that's how it begins on the process to become an old man. <laughs> oh, yeah, we yeah. were talking about uh, how we generally just hate people a lot more than we used yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Look, I, I, I actually Damn have another kids. Halloween story I'm going to share briefly. Is it actually Halloween? It is actually Halloween. Awesome. Actually, the title of it, it, there's a term for this, which... It's not exactly uh, an appropriate term, but this is the term the internet uses. You know, I, this is not a noosh original by any stretch. <laughs> a nooshism. <laughs> this is not a nooshism. This is a this is what the, the internet terms as. There is a subreddit for this, so it's out there. It's called slutoween. That's the term that's used to describe this sexification of the, like commercial female costumes. Um, the, here's a quote that I saw like a couple articles cite that I thought was really relevant. And like this is really surprising, by the way, because. There's a lot of classic movies out there, like John Hughes films, which you need to watch, Mindy. I know. Um, I need to watch Pretty in Pink, evidently. But, you know, there's um, there's a lot of classic films. But when you experience a classic film, like when you're alive and an adult or whatever, you don't really realize, like, oh, that was a, that's a classic. Um, yeah. Mean Girls is considered, like, a yeah. classic teen yeah. film. Like, it is a beloved film. And I like the movie, sure. But I didn't realize, like, oh, it's a, it's a classic. Wow. Um, but the, the quote that... A couple of these articles, like actually many articles cited in regard to this whole Slutoween thing, is Halloween. There's a quote by Katie from that movie. Uh, Halloween is the one night of the year when you can dress like a slut and no other girls can say anything about it. And so basically. True. <laughs> <laughs> but we have two girls in here. So you guys, you know, everything that I say, you guys verify for me. Tell me if this is accurate. This is all from an article or a couple articles I looked into. But they still say it anyway. What? They'll still talk they'll about still you, talk about, even though oh, you're yeah. in a shorter dress. They'll still like they'll be in a shorter dress, and they'll still be talking about you <laughs> about how short your dress is. By the way, just on the topic of like just what I've seen from like the whole like sexy blank, like I I once went to a party where I saw this girl who was dressed up as a wolf, but it was like it was a sexy, sexy wolf. wolf. <laughs> like, but the funny thing is, she had a legit looking like wolf mask. Like it, lo- it was like a legit snouty wolf mask <laughs> it just she had like the bra thing though for the chest you know so basically what she did is she's just like i'm gonna wear a wolf mask in my underwear yeah Done. yeah that sounds about right done deal yeah so the new york times in an article in 2006 cited that in their own like investigation research 90 to 95 percent of all female costumes fit into the sexy trope now by the way this is including sexy lobster them, sexy whatever <laughs> sexy blank this is they are including though this idea that I, I, I think this is actually kind of very negative and very uh, damaging, right, to just women in general, is that they include um, the monikers that are not the term sexy that they use for younger women, like children and yeah. tweens. Uh, basically, like the evolution of the female costume follows the evolution of women, which is not evolution of women, the growth of a woman, girl, mm-hmm. teenager, woman, right? It goes, the costumes go cute, sassy, sexy, Sassy is what they use for teenagers, and they make these models pose and stuff in ways that are not sexy per se, but it's very like come hither. It's, yeah. it's, it's borderline. They, and they yeah. describe suggestive. it as, and some of these costumes are called sassy princess. Yeah. Sassy, whatever. They use the word sassy instead uh, of sexy. But mm-hmm. it is kind of like they're grooming these women to like dress in this way. Um, and I, I, I actually, I wish I wrote this down, but there was like this study that talked about like what is appealing or what is not appealing and like like a lot of these women 
they believe it is appealing to dress like that because that's what like the costume, the commercial industry was like basically advertising, pushing, yeah. yeah, pushing on them. Um, by the way, there was this really. I want to read it actually. I'm, not really, I'm really curious. There was a, a master's thesis that was written by this woman named Elizabeth A. Greer um, uh, called "The Rise of Slutoween," and she like breaks down a lot of these like stats and stuff about um, this whole thing. But here's how the tradition like evolved, or like how it became. Uh, as is, just br- br- basic breakdown. Um, in Scotland, right, as you guys mentioned, there was people dressing in costumes in Europe, sometimes to, um, you know, scare away demons mm. if it's, like, more of a Christian setting. In some settings, they dressed in costumes because the the demons or the ghosts walked among us, and then this way they'll feel more comfortable if there's other people that are like them and you don't know who's dead and who's not dead. And for this one night, we're, all, the same. we're all interchangeable. Yeah. By the way, random thing, somebody here mentioned... This idea of in Germany, you did. You have to hide the knives. Oh, yeah. yeah. But here's the reason why the hide the knife. Like in Germany, they believe, or the superstition is, you should hide the knives on Halloween. But it's not for the reason you think. It's not because, oh, a ghost might get it and get all stabby with you. It's That's exactly the, what I was thinking. <laughs> it, you know, it's for the opposite reason. Ghosts are really sensitive and they might get cut. <laughs> so hide the knives so they don't get cut. All right. So, um, yeah. save the ghosts. Save oh, the ghosts. you Germans. So, uh, you know, they were dressing up the 19th century like that. In the late 19th and 20th centuries, Halloween very much became an adult holiday where people were dressing in costumes, going to these parties and stuff like that. It was a very adult thing. Men would be dressing as like ghosts and goblins and vampires, things like that. Uh, women would wear costumes that were more like gypsies or Egyptian princesses or whatever, things like that. However, the key thing though is they were going more for the exoticism of it like what they were going for was oh look how exotic and different i look Look, i'm normally it's, really white but yeah now I'm... now I'm an egyptian princess exactly that is exactly the mentality yeah. imagine basically 1920s flappers dressing as egyptian princesses yeah. quote unquote mm-hmm. so that was the take on it back in that period it was very straightforward um the way they actually the way they described it in the article was a night to do something i ordinarily wouldn't do and have people look at me which is kind of the motto or the, the mentality even now you know, but in the 1950s, as as you described, Mindy, um, Halloween became very commercialized. It became very focused on kids. The candy uh, conglomerates in the industry they got involved. And they're like, all right, let's just mass sell candy and promote this yeah. idea of. And remember that back in the 50s, that's the first time people experienced uh, credit card debt. They were really pushing commercialism through television and like it was the American it dream, was, baby. Yeah, they created the idea of American commercialism yeah. back then. So this was all fitting in line with that um, idea. So in the 70s, though, right, the kids who grew up in the 50s with that idea became adults in the 70s, and that's the period of sexual liberation. And also, Halloween parades became really famous in New York City and San Francisco, specifically in the village and San Francisco's Castro district, the the gay and lesbian district. So what they did was when they participated in their parades in the the cities, they would wear these really, like, drag uh, costumes or, like, very rebellious, sexy costumes. Um, And that kind of became, like, globally popular to see them dressed that way for Halloween parades every year. So that mixed with the commercialism of, you know, the industries pushing commercialized costumes, commercialized candy, that kind and then also the fact that in the 70s um, Halloween became very adult again, an adult holiday. It just kind of melded together to create this idea of creating sexy costumes for women. So uh, as it went. So really if uh, you're out on Halloween and you see some like really hot girls showing a lot of skin, 
you have gay people to thank. Yeah, that is <laughs> very true. Thank them. Yeah, that, that's it. That's it. Um, so last thing I was going to say, though, is that uh, the, the, as a part of that study that New York Times did, they found that 88 costumes, uh, male costumes, focused on career, like career-type costumes, doctors or what have you. Only 42 focused on women, and usually they are very uh, women-focused type careers, like nurse, mm-hmm. cowgirl. Like, sexy yeah. nurse. Sexy yeah, yeah. Sexy. All, all, sexy. all in the skirts, right, exactly. They're yep. very sexualized. Sexy construction um, <laughs> They're saying now that the whole sexification of, of this industry – uh, of these costumes has become almost ironic, and yeah, now like it's sexy it's, mustard, sexy yeah, lobster. It's, yeah, it's becoming ironic now, but still, it is but it's still, still sexy. pushing this idea of objectification, sexualization. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's actually a subreddit. The, the term used on the internet is "slutoween" to describe this mm-hmm. sexification, objectification. But on uh, there's like a subreddit where it's just like the weirdest, craziest versions of these sexy costumes or whatever. But uh, that's that's the history of how it came about. Apparently, interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was so upset when I was twenty. I couldn't find the costume because I refused to wear any of those. Yeah, yeah. And I finally settled on a sexy mobster. <laughs> yeah. Never got to wear it because I got so sick that I couldn't go. Yeah. I couldn't go out to the cash room, oddly enough, <laughs> to go party. But yeah, I was so upset when I was twenty because I could not find a costume that wasn't sexy and then like basically a skirt up to my ass. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I haven't dressed up in years for Halloween. I think the last time I dressed up, though, and it was one of those things where, you know how Katie and Mean Girls goes to, like, a party dressed up as, like, a monster, I think it was, like a, like a ghoul of some kind, a ghost, I don't know. Yeah. But everybody else was, like, sexy costumes or whatever, or, like, the guys even were wearing, like, very just, like, casual whatever costumes. Mm-hmm. I've had that similar scenario. Where, where you were a, a non-sexy thing when you should have been sexy? I mean, I, I, I shouldn't have <laughs> been sexy, but I should have been something that's more pop aware as opposed to, like, I don't know why. Listen, there's... 18, 19 year old noosh, guys. Just listen, <laughs> it's whatever. You gotta forgive him for a lot. I gotta, I gotta forgive myself for a lot of things <laughs> in my life. No, I, I, I mean, I'm really still kind of happy about it because I still have it, have the costume. It's like really dope. But um, I, I, I made a Kingdom Hearts Sora costume. <laughs> like I legit oh made a Sora costume. I even spiked my hair. Or like, I got a wig and spiked my hair like Final Fantasy giant spiky yeah, style. Nice. And I went to school like that. I went to like, a party like that. And then afterwards, I realized... Actually, I went to work like that. I worked in a movie theater at the time, so I was, like, taking tickets. But afterwards, I realized, like, man... I mean, it's a cool costume. I love it. I had a badass, like, Keefley, like, legit. I had a bludgeoning weapon. <laughs> I had it for a long time. And that was my whole thing. My whole thing was somebody busts into my house. A monster busts into my house. I got a weapon. I'm going to beat them down with. Like, I'm ready. <laughs> well, if someone cut your hair, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, reach over. But I, I don't have it anymore. I lost it, actually, unfortunately. Uh-huh. But, uh, but I realized, I was like, oh, man, like, uh, the one time I actually, as an adult, dress up for Halloween, and I'm, like, wearing a costume, and nobody knows what it is, really. <laughs> and uh, I'm just like, oh, man. I actually see that costume sometimes, in, like, in, like, pictures, like, of myself. And I'm just like, ah, oh, noosh. Ah, oh, noosh. You do I'm that glad thing, you're you do so... that thing where you're like, you, like, shake your head because <laughs> yeah. you physically feel like awkward again oh, yeah. Man. <laughs> yeah speaking of costume i was just gonna throw in this fun fact i i read when i was doing all this research that the um the face the mask that uh michael wears in halloween oh yeah um actually that's the mask itself is a william shatner mask they didn't have enough money <laughs> for the makeup so they just went and they found the cheapest mask they could find which is a william shatner mask and then they painted it white and that's what he's wearing. Oh, I'm <laughs> so looking up pictures of this later. Yeah. Wow. And then, yeah, and then there's another fact that uh, William Shatner actually once wore his own face for Halloween. 
that he went out like that and no one knew it was him. Wait, why was there <laughs> wow. ever a William Shatner mask to begin with? Who knows? There was a time when he was big, you know? Have you yeah, seen that thing I where uh, Kevin Spacey, I don't know where he is. He's like at a game or he's at something. And uh, there's it, basically the camera is like pointing at these two people with like Kevin Spacey masks, mm-hmm. like on a stick, like a little yeah. cutout thing. And then, like, one of them turns, like, directly at the camera, and it pulls it down, and it's Kevin Spacey. <laughs> <laughs> he just goes, like... <laughs> the Kevin Spacey like, smile. I love it. What was, what was that on? Uh, it's just a thing I saw on, on Facebook. I have oh. no idea what, what the context <laughs> is, and I kind of don't ever want to know. Yeah. I just, yeah. I'm just glad that Kevin Spacey wears his own face sometimes. <laughs> huh. All right, guys. Well, uh, that that's a wrap for our Halloween Our episode. first ever mediocre... Me- <laughs> Holiday special, dude. It is. It is hard. Listen, don't worry. We'll come back. Other other holidays will be strong. Better. Yeah, yeah. Thanksgiving. Yes. Thanksgiving is gonna be <laughs> dude, pro- probably terrible. I think Thanksgiving is gonna be kind of hard. I'm not gonna lie. Keep yeah. the expectations well, low. Yeah. Please. Listen, so. all of our all of our our uh, our mourners should just understand that mediocre is what we're shooting for. So you know, yeah, we'll me- surprise you or yeah. we'll meet that expectation. That that's <laughs> Ryan and I. We plan on doing this show for as long as we can. As long you know, as long mm-hmm. as we're able to. We talked about this, but really the thing about us is we're able to only maintain mediocrity right now until we can really <laughs> yeah. focus some time Quantity on the show. Quantity over quality. It is really. So for every every show that's just, eh, that's, for every time somebody listens like, well, eh, they're okay. We we hope that one day we'll have a really I, good I'd like to, to believe up. that of the seven, oh, dude, by the way, congrats. Hey, congrats. Seven episodes. Hey, congrats, Woo-hoo. Courtney. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> um, we broke the seven episode curse. I'd like to say out of the seven, we've at least had like, Two, three. I feel like we've had two like, like really good solid, ones, good yeah. episode. Like, listen for you, you new listeners out there right now. Uh, I recommend the psychology episode. You can't really recommend anything because I can't listen. To any oh my of gosh! Except <laughs> this right. garbage starting so, tomorrow. We will try to get a website and uh, have our episodes <laughs> available to yeah. listen to. Really quick, you know, uh, we have to do our signal boost, and you know, one thing I want to signal boost. This is a little bit of a story, but whatever, we got time. But um. There's a, a book. It's one of my favorite novels I just discovered a, a little bit ago, uh, maybe like a year or two ago. It's called House of Leaves. It's it's a horror Ooh, novel. Yeah. yeah, it's a horror novel. It is it's referred to as the Moby Dick of horror novels, specifically because it is well extremely well written, but mm-hmm. also because it's like over a thousand pages long. It is a huge book. And what's also cool about it is before it was published, it was circulated in like Los Angeles among like tattoo artists and bars like it was like manuscripts just floated around before somebody discovered it and they were like whoa this is amazing but basically it's a horror novel that takes three different perspectives i guess you could say one is a story about a family in a haunted house which i'm gonna give you like a dude, brief thing about that's real a- quick i don't know why but some dude totally was just like looking in here with <laughs> yeah. the funniest face i've ever seen <laughs> <laughs> anyway continue uh one story is about the haunted, ha- like a haunted family that's experiencing a haunted house kind of situation. Yeah. The other part of the story, though, is it's written by this dude with the best name. His name's Johnny Truant, and he just—he's a guy who's editing that book, the book that tells a story about this family and this haunted, haunted story that right. they experience. But the book he's editing was edited by somebody else who went insane editing that story. So you're reading a book with editor's notes from two different people, one who already went insane and one who's currently going insane about this family in a haunted house. What I love about the Johnny Truant stuff is it's basically him and his friend Ludd, like just trolling, strolling through uh, Sunset Strip. No, 
the proper words prowling prowling through <laughs> sunset strip trying to like get drinks get laid party but it's weird because he talks about that in the middle of editing this horror novel <laughs> but like what i really like about the horror in that story though it's very very architectural horror mm-hmm. where basically like, for one example of the horror is then this house and the guy's an architect the, the husband is an architect and he like, measures every inch of this house every nook and cranny outside and inside and he finds that the house is weirdly bigger by a quarter of an inch on the inside than the outside and so the the wife's like well it's not a big deal it's a quarter of an inch you probably have some like corner or something you missed or it's you know it's something tucked away where you couldn't get to it and he's like no no, no. like he's like a, like a famous architect he's like no like this like i know what i'm doing like this is weird like it should measure pretty accurately it's off by a quarter of an inch so he calls in like this carpenter guy he knows he calls in his brother-in-law and like they work together and they're like trying to find out what's going on like what do they miss and how can they find this missing quarter of an inch in this house they moved into the wife and like her uh um sister-in-law they're Mm. just like talking like oh my gosh the guys are crazy they're so weird whatever and they're just talking or whatever and she wanted this is where this is the horror factor like how it escalates but like she wanted to show her sister-in-law an album of like you know of pictures or whatever and they had a shelf pushed against the wall with like albums and books and whatever so she reaches to get the album from the bookshelf Mm. and when she grabs the album she accidentally pushes it out the back of the shelf and then she screams because the bookshelf is against the wall and all of a sudden she realizes the house no longer is off by a quarter of an inch. It's off by like five inches or six inches. It's grown since then. And little by little, the house starts to get bigger and bigger and they start seeing doors that shouldn't be there. And like what? it starts getting, and That's dude, cool. here's one of the things about how crazy this book is. This is something Ryan can attest to. Cause I told him about it and I showed him the book and Ryan told me this. He, he just like, he, I said, don't spoil anything for me. And uh, Ryan's like, no problem. And he just like flips through the book and he just fi- like lands on like a, a random page at some point. And he says, dude, I don't want to tell you what's going to happen in this book or how crazy this book is. But I just want to let you know, at some point in the book, the entire page is just the letter R. <laughs> like, this book gets crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever finish it? No, dude, I haven't had time. But I, I plan to. Like, I really want to finish it. It's like a brilliant, brilliant novel. I recommend it. It's called House of Leaves. Have to look that so check up. it out. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, all so, right. So signal boosts for anyone else. Is there anything you want to signal boost, right? No. Next. <laughs> <laughs> what, what about yeah. you, Courtney? No, nothing. Anything? Going on. Okay. Yeah. Bakery still there. The bakery still bakery up and running. No, there. no. Like I remember you mentioned like a, maybe a month or two ago, like you had like a, like a fire hydrant accident thing happened on the. Oh, outside. that happened earlier. Earlier. The, it's good before now. the summer, yeah, but yeah. it's all good. Cool. cool. No longer flooded. Go check out uh, Tasty Confections, French Confection, right? <laughs> I the, finally learned the name. The French Confection Co. Still. Almost. Uh, you were close. Yeah. You were close. <laughs> yep. Mindy, anything you want to signal boost? Nope. Okay, guys. Um, oh, we got to do our we gotta make sure our we... exit stuff. Yeah, we do. Um, okay, so uh, I wanted to pick a Halloween-type song for the our, our exit. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, the thing is, I think Halloween music is pretty stupid. Monster Mash, stuff like that. Uh, so what I found was, and I think you'll have you have you have the phone, so you'll have to tell me yeah. the name of the artist. I don't remember the actual guy's name, but um, it's it it's a bunch of letters in a row, he, she, or it. Basically, yeah. what they did was they took the Stranger Things theme and they took a Childish Gambino song and they mashed them together. Yeah, and it's sick. It is. It came it's out awesome. sick. The yeah. artist or the person who mixed it is called uh, KML. No, 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 no. That's Kai, the guy who uploaded Kai it. Kai Edits. That's the guy who uploaded it. 
Oh, it should say it should say by by yeah K M L. Oh yeah, yeah. K M J K L. Yeah, it's sorry. Like, yeah, yeah. Wrong. But uh, yeah, I mean, so I'll uh, give that. Um, that okay. Well, we'll see. Another you. semi-successful. Another semi episode. Hooray! Everybody listening at home. Mourners, Mo- tune hey, in next hey, week. Mourners, tune in next week for you know. Do we get a hashtag? Oh snap, dude! I mean, I said noosh problems, but we're not doing noosh problems for this. <laughs> we will think of something else. All right. Hashtag All right. poopy ghosts. <laughs> All right, guys, have a great one. We'll we'll see you next time. Ryan and Usher Dead is made possible thanks to KDHR, the student-operated radio station of California State University, Dominguez Hills. For more information about KDHR, please visit www.kdhr.net. The intro song for this show is Space Ace by Blind. This music is made available thanks to Overclocked Remix. For more information, please visit ocremix.org.